Welcome to Otaku Brothers, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast featuring Rusty, R.E. Lewis 2011, and Ryan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the milestone episode of Otaku Brothers, episode number 25. I am joined by my forever co-host and brother-in-law on this fine Sunday evening, December 16th. 1243. Ryan, how you doing? Great. Yeah, I got to sleep in. No alarms again for the second day in a row. So I'm I'm doing wonderful. That's what weekends are for. Yes. Resting, sleeping, yeah. playing Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and um all that fun stuff. So it's been two weeks, I think, since we recorded. Yep. Last weekend, Lauren uh, had just gotten back from Japan. She was there for about nine to ten days, and then we had to drive up to our alma mater for a wedding, mm-hmm. uh, which she was the matron of honor in. So that was wildly interesting because she was supremely jet lagged, very exhausted. Red Bull got her through. Yeah, so, probably barely. Yeah, no, it was. She was really struggling by the end of it all. And then when we got back Sunday, she just kind of crashed at that point. Mm-hmm. And then I went to watch the Steelers lose to the Oakland freaking Raiders. And they're going to lose today as well. No, they're going to win. And that's why we need to finish this podcast within four hours. Because we are going to crush the New England Patriots. Sorry, Tom Brady. You've won six games against us since 2006, I think, at home. And that string of wins ends today. So... (laughs) We will report back on that Seven next week because right now we are actually in uh, in line to lose the AFC North, which would be a travesty because the team that's looking like they're going to win the AFC North is the Cleveland Browns. Yes. Because they beat the Denver Broncos last night, which was <laughs> crazy town. They're doing well. They're doing amazing. And Baker Mayfield is definitely the real deal. So uh, that's frightening because... In the beginning of the season, I was quite literally cheering for the Browns because I just felt bad well, for them. Well, then you tied them. And then, well, yeah, that was the first game. I wasn't cheering for them then. And then after they <laughs> fired their head coach, they've, I think, are... No, I think they lost against... Uh, yeah, they got crushed against Kansas City. But other than that, they've almost been winning every game. So... Yeah. Doing well. You're doing well. Uh, Ryan and I have a very full episode for you guys this week because not only did we skip a week but super smash brothers ultimate came out yeah it did we reached 25 episodes of the show which means we have to do something special and what better way to celebrate that milestone than doing the second part in our growing up in the 90s series so basically all the topics that we couldn't fit into the first episode which ryan what episode was a growing up in the 90s part one episode six was it really mm-hmm Good for you. I, I actually had no idea. Actually, we talked about it last time, and episode five was the top five movies, and then it was the one after that. Okay. So, yeah. yeah if you haven't listened to that yet, I think that was like the, the turn in our audio quality. I think yeah. Our, I think our quality of audio went... I think so. Definitely yeah. got a lot better. It, it might have some squeaky table, because it might have been at my place. Oh, that's right. No, I think it was over here. Yeah. Because we did record the first few episodes at your place, and then eventually we kind of moved over, moved over yeah. here. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't heard that episode, definitely go back. I think we talk about our favorite cartoons, um, sure, 90s toys, all that fun stuff. Skip it, bop it. Give me one second. Hey Arnold, Rugrats. 
Wild Thornberries. Dark Souls, top five movies. So we talked Curves, about... Cowardly Dog. Um, oh, I, am I can pull it up faster than you. Come on Apparently, now. Apparently. Excel is freaking out. Oh, no, actually, I need to pull up my uh, podcast notes anyways. So a little lull in the audio here. You know, Ryan and I just coming not prepared for the show, as we usually that do. Is, yeah, that's not... That's actually usually reserved for me because you're the one that's typically prepared for actually, the show. Actually, no, that's not true. Episode six was Would You Rather. So what we talked about last time, whatever episode, this was before Harry Potter. So this was questions, favorite toys, favorite snacks and cereals, boy bands. No, so we're doing boy bands Boy today. bands and female bands are what we're doing today. Yeah. What's up? Looking at you, 98 Degrees. And, uh, but yeah, Ryan, before we do that, yeah. what do we always start the show doing? <laughs> Um, we do games we've been playing recently. That's what we do. We kick off the show talking about the games that we've been playing recently. Ryan, what have you been playing this week? The past so, two weeks, I should say. Yeah, so obviously Smash, which we'll get into later. Um, before Smash came out, I was playing um, Dark Souls 3. <laughs> so last time I was having trouble with the Deacons of the Deep because mm. I was a wizard. Those Deacons. Yeah, those Deacons. So I ended up beating them. Um, I'm all the way at... The second to the last boss. I'm um, pulling up your uh, your show notes for Smash. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm at the second and the final boss, the Prince Lothric. Right now, I got my Crystal Sage thing, which is what I was going for. Um, so I'm happy. Actually, playing as a wizard is probably the the most fun I've had in Dark Souls Three, like through my six or seven playthroughs. So, yeah, that's, that's a gross hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's hair. They're everywhere. Um, I, I was playing some Dark Souls 2 because I have to beat that one. I saw so, that. Um, it's really different. So Now, did you completely do a new build or did you go back to an old character? No, I started a character and I got to like level 10. Okay. And I was just trying to run around, understand things. The thing that it doesn't have, which Dark Souls 1 and 3 have, is the sound effects when you're, like a sword hits armor. So usually, like, it sounds really weighted in 1 and 3. Yeah. Because it clangs when you hit armor. On this one, the sound effects aren't there, or it doesn't sound as weighted, because when you hit armor, it doesn't get that, like, initial sound. Tinging sound or yeah. whatever. <coughs> so it's really, it. you lose some of the atmosphere there. Yeah. Um. Also, you hollow, which is basically every time you die, you lose. I don't like your... that at all. I. So you go down to, like, half your health. Yeah. Um, so what I ended up finding, you have a ring of binding in this one area, and it minimizes your hollowing to 75%. Because in the opening era, area, isn't there like some <coughs> some lady or something that like yeah, where restores you, you, you or whatever? Yeah. Um, so you can use humanities to get, become fully human. I'm fine with just a ring of binding and going 75%. Because I was just grinding out some, I want some armor. Mm-hmm. with like a, It's like a knight with white a white cape. So obviously I went there at the beginning. They're not supposed to be like right off the bat. I was dying, so I was at fifty percent health. But I'm like farming these guys, trying to get that armor. Um, and then once you kill a guy fifteen times, it disappears. They stop respawning. Really? Yeah. So that's a challenge. Even just like a regular dude, like a zombie yeah. guy, like a knight or a knight or whatever. So you, I basically cleared this entire area. There is a way to which. It's a unique experience, so I'm fine with it playing. Because, like, just on the regular Dark Souls difficulty, which is 
hard. I guess. What's uh, what's that first area? Um, sort of like an M or something. Majuju. Or yeah. Something like okay. This? Yeah. Majula. Majula. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is like it's a, it's a weird challenge to clear an area, but it's really nice if you're running to a boss and you kill everything 15 times. It's a straight path. Yeah. Like a straight shoot. If you're having trouble with the boss. Um, what you can do in Majula is there's a a covenant called the Victor's Covenant. Oh, yeah. You walk up to like a door thing, right? <laughs> like a stone. Yeah. And it says, are you sure you want to join this? Because it puts you on New Game Plus difficulty. Oh. It gives everyone like 25% or 20% more health. I don't know if it lowers your attack 25 or 20%, but everything respawns then. So you can just grind out on the harder difficulty. All you have to do is go back and join the other covenant in Majula, cancels that, and everything re- unresponds. Okay. So it goes back to the normal difficulty. Because I think I got a trophy for that when you join it. Yeah, so that increases the difficulty of everything. Mm. Well, then I done messed up. Yeah, well, there's just another dude on a pillar that you can join his blue covenant, mm-hmm. and it cancels the other one. So oh, it goes okay. back to regular hard mode instead of new game plus hard yeah, mode. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I... It's interesting because it makes you, if you really want to grind out levels or if you want to grind armor and try to become, I guess, overpowered is kind of what they're trying to limit, mm-hmm. then you, you're you going to have to do it on a harder difficulty. As if the game's not already yeah. ridiculously challenging. Uh, it, it's interesting. So I'm having fun. I really just want this white armor. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go for that. I beat the first two bosses this morning. I think I ended up getting to Forest of the Fallen Giants. That was the furthest I got. Okay, I think that's the first place. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the, the first boss is a giant. Yeah. And then the second boss is like a, I don't know, like a floating knight. And you can run up and basically ballista him twice and kill him. Mm. So basically, you take off all your armor, you dodge roll him so he comes, like, flies at you. Yeah. And then you just run around this ballista and you just ballista him twice in the face and he dies. Hmm, that would do it. Yeah. I hate taking a ballista to the face. <laughs> Every Monday when I <laughs> Every, go to work. It really is what Mondays feel like. Yeah. Um, and then, did you play Skyrim this week? Ooh. I did. <laughs> I only put about three to five hours in. Okay. But yeah, I think I got, like... Probably like level eight, eight or nine. Okay. Um, Haldir, my uh, dark elf. Nice. He's a beautiful man. Did you RPG it? Like, come up with a backstory? No, because I was too busy playing Smash. So maybe next week okay. we can do a d- deeper dive on Skyrim. Okay. Because I've because I want to go into the backstory of my character and then I can expand on it next week. Okay, let's do that. Let's plan for that because I need to. I'm I'm not getting fatigued, Smash Brothers, but I'm definitely like to the point now where it's like I just want to play with you and Lauren as yeah. opposed to. Get all the characters. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I yeah. do that. So, so that's what I did. So. My first, like Friday and Saturday, I played like twenty hours. Yeah, like all day, and I got all the characters Sunday morning at like six. Mm-hmm. Like I had one more character because Wolf was just he killed me like six times. So you had the same problem with uh, <coughs> Corin. Bl- yeah, Corin. Oh my word, that was yeah. ridiculous. And do you just want to start talking about Smash Brothers? Well, I want to talk about Skyrim first. But we're going to save that for next week. Because I don't, I don't want you to do the backstory of the character now. Oh, you don't? No. I want, okay. I want that to be like, we'll make that a segment. Okay. Yeah. That, that's that's cool. Yeah. but I just can elaborate know, on his... Yeah, okay. just, just mull it over in your, your mind. Oh, I, I have the backstory. As far as like character what, what Haldir's young life was like. Well, you have to start the character and know what his backstory is and kind of evolve it. Like, 
it plays into who you pick. How dear the wood elf was birthed from a tree. Yeah, no, like that kind of stuff. Because I have all of that written out. All for right, my we'll do it. Character. Yeah, you heard it here f- first, folks. Next, do you want to do questions run. instead of smash? Because we have to go to questions first. Do you ever do questions? Or no, no, you have to get in your games that you've been playing. I don't play games. What are games? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, this week I've really just been playing Smash. Um, I played, I'd break up the monotony, not the monotony, but I've, you know, when you get a little, Smash grows stale, you know, you play so many battles for six hours, and my breakup game with that was Mario Kart 8. Yeah. So nothing more to report on there. I think it's visually the best looking kart racer I've ever played. Is it the best? Probably not. Is it my favorite Mario Kart? I still think that that uh, award goes to Mario Kart Double Dash on the GameCube. I know there's some st- very strong haters of that game, and that's fine. To each their own. You're, we're all friends here. Um, but to me, that's the definitive Mario Kart game. Uh, why we've not brought dual dual kart racers in one vehicle um, back, I don't know, because I feel like it really makes the roster more fleshed out and uh, more chaotic races, and it's just more fun. Um, plus, you could play through the entire game co-op with a friend. Um, that game was just the, the pinnacle of the Mario Kart series for me. Um, but that's not to in any way say that Mario Kart 8 is not a good game. I think it's actually a great game. Um, there's some really terrific um, tracks. Uh, the music is so wonderful. And why there's eight little mini Bowser folks as playable characters, I think is a complete and utter waste. But uh, whatever. Yeah. What else have I been playing this week? Skyrim. Um, Madden, you know, my mainstays, uh, well, Skyrim isn't, we're going to get that to that, to that chip, that do, but, 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 that was a struggle. That was a struggle. We're going to get to that next week. Um, but I did, uh, download bat or not Batman, Hitman. Um, they're basically the same person and hollow Knight. So mm-hmm. we are probably going to play hollow Knight early next year. Uh, Travis recommended that game to us and he is actually going to start a new, um, file and play alongside us. And uh, I'd encourage you listeners to do the same because the game is discounted on the PSN store right now. For like five bucks. And uh, even if it's not a $15 asking price for a 20 plus hour game, I think is um, well worth your your money, your bang for your buck there. Uh, But the only other thing I've been playing this week is Super Smash Brothers. So um, do you want to get into questions first? Yeah. And then we'll do a whole thing. We'll we'll save and then we'll get to Smash. smash. Okay, so before we get into Travis's lengthy email, as he usually does, thanks, Travis, executive producer of the podcast, um, we got some Instagram questions. Ryan, how can the listeners find us? Um, at Instagram, at Ari Lewis, uh, 2011. There it is, folks. Yep, our Discord, Instagram, and Gmail. We're talking about this podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Loading up the Instagrams right now. Let's get this uh, queued up here. All right. We're going to do these off the cuff, raw and real, right now. Uh, We're going to start with um, Travis writes in, and he says, Stupidest thing you've blamed for losing a video game versus your own sorry skills. Um, Gosh, the most recent one is absolutely Smash Ultimate. I mean, that game was just... Just incompetent. (laughs) Yeah. I am an incompetent player with Kirby. It's just, I can't do it. Um, wow, certainly Bloodborne, I think many times I had to kind of do a sanity check, you know, repair yeah. the walls for the number of controllers that I chucked through them. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm trying to think what I've blamed. 
like because you like looked at the video game and said structurally well, the, the, way this, is, the way this is designed is not fair no, no no okay so bloodborne and dark souls 3 i've never blamed the game because most of the time or like 100 percent of the time they're fair like it's more or less my inability to get good get like, good yep um as far as blame like stupidest things i've blamed it's probably like some of the earlier stuff when you're like glitch out some like yeah. Nintendo 64, either GameCube. Well, yeah, because, and again, maybe it wasn't even so much the game itself. But I this, blamed Obama for things. Yeah, no, I mean. Thanks, yeah. Obama. But the system itself, I miss that, man. Yeah, Whether me too. Whether you agree with his politics. No, 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 I, I loved him as a human and as a president. He's just a great person. I could sit there and listen. Yeah. He could well, I just listen, his voice is so soothing. He could describe paint drying, and I would just. I've showed you his techno song. Probably. Yeah. Um, but Obama we, has a techno song. Of course he does. The man has everything. Yeah. It's basically his inaugural um, address with techno overlaid, and then he gets to different points, and then the bass drops, and you get into some treble. Mm, mm, oh, it's, it's really it's, good. It's, I don't know how... Um, I don't know if we could play that on here as copyright a thing. Mm. How does that work? You know, when I used we'll to, to listen to the, um, the all-gen gamers, they would um, they'd play snippets of things. Okay. You know, like Billy Ocean was a re- reoccurring guest on the podcast. Okay. Um They'd play like snippets of. Um, I remember specifically "Get Lucky" when uh, the new Daft Punk oh, album yeah. um, came out. So they played some of that. I think if you play like in like little twenty to thirty second increments, would be fine. Because I think legally on like YouTube and things, it's ten seconds, mm-hmm. and it's specifically ten seconds, or else you get torn down for copyright. Flagged. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll have to look into that um, because I think it would be fun. I'll have to figure out the name. Yeah, to share that kind of stuff. What the heck were we talking about? It was things we blamed. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so what I was saying is I think when you have systems like the N64, sometimes if you move the console, then the screen would just freeze. Yeah. And it's not like you could, it's not like PlayStation where you just go to the home menu and try and shift things and go back to your game. Like, if the screen freezes, you have to reset the console. Or Mario, like, his, there was basically you're facing the camera and you have to backflip. It's like that higher oh, jump. Oh, yeah. That over like that clock tower where it was all moving around. Are you talking about Sunshine? No, over the original N64 one. Oh, Super Mario 64. Or the, uh, those triangles pissed me off. Which like there's like triangle wedges that you're trying, like oh. on the Bowser stages. Yeah. Or like jumping on that like rainbow boat. <coughs> yes. Yeah, some, some of, of the, that kind of stuff. It's like... The platforming uh, needs to be so precise and yeah, the hitboxes sometimes weren't the greatest. Yeah. Um, but as far and as blaming it on my lack of skill, that's just, it's just not possible, Travis. Um, yeah, so we're great. Usually... The, the game is the one that's always at fault. Usually I, I insert words that I can't see on here. Yes. And then I insert some attribute about myself mm-hmm. and then a verb. And it generally does not sound good to the people above me in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, you should probably see someone about that, right? No, it's all in the... It's all part of the experience, yeah, right? the atmosphere of self-love yes, and hatred during absolutely. a game. Absolutely. Uh, Benny writes into the show and he says, Favorite cartoon show, and congrats for 25 episodes. Um, this is not anime. Cartoons are different, right? Yeah, I think okay. so. You need to definitely differentiate the two. I think for me, it's anything from the 90s Nicktoons. So you got your Hey Arnold's and mm-hmm. your Rugrats, your Rocket Powers, 
Wild Thornberries is, I, I like it, but you know, it's not my favorite by any stretch. Um, but if I had to pick one definitively, oh, man, that's really tough. Avatar or Teen Titans? For you? Yeah. Actually, I, I'm regretting it now, and I'll probably go after I go to the gym later today. Um, they had the full box set of Teen Titans every episode. That was almost one of the things I was going to get you for Christmas. Really? When I saw that, yeah. Actually, your thing came in. So we're doing that next week, right? Yeah, so plugging this for the... Um, it wasn't... Granted, I ordered it at 345, so I didn't read the full text. So it wasn't 100% what I wanted, but it is. you're going to still love it. Okay, so next week, Ryan and I are going to do kind of our Christmas special where we're going to talk about our favorite games of the year, right? Yeah. And we are also oh, going to... Yeah, yeah, we are. I thought we were doing Christmas episode, like about Christmassy stuff. We're like holidays or whatever. Okay. Like Hanukkah. Yeah. Kwanzaa. We can do that too. It's Passover. Just gonna, it's going to be a, a packed... <laughs> Wrong holiday. Okay, stop. We're, we're just going to have a pack. Ramadan. You done? The winter solstice. Okay. We're... Fourth of July. <laughs> no, so next week we are going to talk about our uh, something... Okay, how about we do holidays, like memories, because it's literally like two days before Christmas, Yeah, Yeah. And then we'll do um, like games of the year, because what, 25 plus 7 is going to be 32? So that after, that's the first. 32 days in December? No, there's 31. That's why it's going to be January 1st, and that's like New Year's shit. Yeah, no, so we will be, Ryan and I are doing a gift exchange. So neither one of us is going to know what it is, of course. And we are going to open up those gifts live on the podcast. Should be a lot of fun. And uh, while you won't get to visually see our reactions, Ryan is emotionless in when he gets <laughs> gifts. So, so true. you're really not going to be missing much. But I'll probably you pass out. You had a kid. Out. Cool. Boy or girl. Girl. Cool. Yeah. I, I, not cool a, with that one. Not a whole lot going on over there. Yeah. But that's fine because he is actually going to cry in the podcast once he opens up my gifts. So yeah. just uh, keep that in mind. The last time I cried was watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> so last Fellowship. night. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. What's one of those? Actually, I watched The Equalizer 2 last night. So I got that one. Did you watch any of those? Equalizer 1 or 2? No. You need to. I love Denzel, but I've just never seen those movies. So the first one, you definitely need to watch the first one to understand some of the main character's backstory. And then it makes the second one even better. Okay. That's typically how my it works. Parents, well, like, my parents went in and watched Equalizer 2 in theaters without watching the first one. Why? And I'm like, you're not going to understand the, like, ramifications on some of the smaller details. That's like going to see Return of the King without having seen the first two. Psh, you don't need the backstory why there's a ring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that makes no sense at all. Um, yeah, so back to questions. Yeah. Uh, I, ne- I, I never picked my, my cartoon. Because then you, get, you bring in, like, things like Pinky and the Brain... And DuckTales. Um, we're going with Hey Arnold. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who else wrote, wrote in here? Uh, Logan, also a friend of the show, <laughs> congrats on making it to 25. Or, yeah, to 25. Thanks, man. Question one. Oh, boy, Ryan. He's going to test our... Uh, we could have prepared for this one. Top six Pokemon. Go. Oh, I was going to say, if it's a list, I'm... <laughs> Top six Pokemon. Go. Top six, um, Mewtwo, Tyranitar, Pikachu, um, Groudon, um, Rayquaza, 
and Mew. Okay. Great list. RK9. Actually, shit. I, for, <laughs> I forgot. I, I forgot Houndor or Houndoom, and I forgot uh, Espeon. Okay. That's e- well, that's eight. That's eight. We're, we're going to change things up. Okay, so RK9. Charmander. Shit, I forgot RK9. <laughs> Damn it. No. Uh, that's what my. The, my uh. Okay. Um, what? RK9? Okay. Charmander. Totodile. Did I say Mew yet? No. You didn't say any words that start with M. <laughs> um, Pikachu. And... Um, I need something that flies. Articuno. No. The cutest of the birds. Uh, Fero. Uh, Dragonite. Dragonite. Okay, sure. that's a good one. Um, with his disproportionate wings. <laughs> exactly. That's the guy I'm going with. Uh, question number two from him, from Logan. Where do you think the story will go for Kingdom Hearts 3? Wow. <laughs> do, you, do you know, first off, first question. Do you know the stories of Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and like the seven in-between games? I do not. Next question. <laughs> Chrono <laughs> Link 9-1. Oh, wait, okay, wait. So, let's see. First game... The key blade was. We're like, not gonna divulge. We're not gonna go through the plot because one, it would take. Four no, I'm and not. Half days. I'm, I'm doing three points. Okay. Right? First off, Keyblade opened a door. Second one, they retconned it, and the Keyblade was a moon instead of a door to a different dimension with like golden Mickey. And then the. I've third already learned one, more than I <laughs> knew. Yeah, they're retconning of things like the plot. They understand the plot makes no sense. So in this one, no, I think Tetsuya Nomura is fully under the belief that it makes complete sense and it's like you're reading like a mini storybook for children because that's literally like how his brain works yeah well it makes no sense so he's deranged well he yeah did, he is yeah, he, <laughs> um so let's see they're gonna have to address well we killed off everyone basically in that like brotherhood of knights like the the Black Hood guys. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to Organization have... Organization 13. Yeah, so there's gonna, they're going to have to have some overarching villain. I think either the spirit of Ansem or something with his followers. Because um, last time it was like the wizard dude. Like Ansem's like uh, follower or mm-hmm. like first apprentice. Sure. Betrayed them and joined the dark side. Mm-hmm. And then he became when, the villain. See, I think that's going to be one of the key things. One, I think there's definitely going to be some significant deaths in this game. Whether it's Riku. Mickey. Mickey can't die. He's going to be shanked, lose an arm, and then just get decapitated. <laughs> no. And just get his like his throat slit by Minnie, and she's going to be the overarching villain. Because she's from a distant land where she used to strip and knew a guy who knew Ansem. And, like, they dated for a while, but, you know, didn't work out. And then she's kind of jealous of his power, so she had to kill Mickey to, like, become a Fjord. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's basically going to be, like... It's basically that. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how else we could better articulate where the story of Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to go. Kingdom Hearts 3. There it is. The Revenge of Mickey. You heard it here first, folks. We will come back to that, those plot points that Ryan just divulged. He has a direct in with Tetsuya Nomura. He actually just got a text message from Nomura. In Japanese. So, and Ryan just deciphered it. Next question from Chrono Link 9. What is your favorite opening cutscene for a video game? He says he loves Chrono Cross and Final Fantasy VIII. Really, that's an interesting choice there, Alec. Gosh, opening scenes. 
Um, I think for me, Skyrim and Oblivion, like those opening, not so much cinematics, but just kind of how they introduce you to the world. I think those are great. Even more so Oblivion, because I love coming out of that sewer and seeing this very colorful, fully fleshed out, realized world. Um, another epic one for me is Return of the King, more so for the memory we're tied to it, but kind of having that ending of Helm's Deep, Gandalf rides in on his white horse, jumps off the horse, and you just start whacking people with his his giant sword and, you know, uh, yeah. walking stick, as he calls it. I really liked Oblivion. Like, you have that um, kind of cinematic fly over um, Cyrodiil into the capital, and then you have, like, who was Gandalf? What, who was he played by? What's the actor's name? Ian McKellen. McKellen. He was talking as the emperor. He's Sir like, Ian McKellen. Sir Ian McKellen. Excuse me. Um, he's like, it is... Akatosh, year thir- like 333. And he's like the final closing or like the final hours or whatever of my life. And then it's like, do-do-do. And just like the song and you're like spinning around and then you go into the jail. I've always loved that cinematic. Um, Bioshock's another really good one. I See, it's hard to remember all of the opening cinematics. Mm-hmm. Like the ones that I've seen most recently are like Dark Souls and really it's just, I've heard it described as like, fantasy babble i mean because you don't understand the plots of most of those unless you dig into them mm-hmm. but it looks really cool having like the main bosses just rising up and like oh, yeah. out of the ground so that's pretty cool batman arkham city i think was really sweet if i remember correctly like it something happens and <laughs> <laughs> cool no yeah there was a plot point no, i'm getting to the point here and <laughs> and then batman is like at the top of this building just looking all batman like as he does yeah. by his name. And uh, that was pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> screw you. Literally describes something. You know, Batman was chilling on a tower. Cool. <laughs> Coming from someone who's completely void of emotion yeah. and expressing it, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, well, okay. So Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I don't know if I'm thinking of the trailer or the opening scene, but it's where they're all jumping around the roofs. The and trailer. like he's walking up. Yeah, that one was cool. Even though it didn't answer the question. Kingdom Hearts is absolutely amazing when he's like falling through the water and they have that. It makes literally no I don't understand any of them falling through the water. Is it where they're falling in from like the light to dark dimensions? You hear me? We need less of you singing on this podcast. We need more of it. Um, yeah, that's all I can think of. That's what I've been playing recently. I, I don't like Skyrim's. I don't really even remember. It's just you on a like the back of a wagon. Have you seen the Skyrim glitches where like that wagon's freaking out? <laughs> no, I have not. Oh, uh, you should watch Skyrim glitches okay. or VR fails. Have you ever seen like virtual realities where it's literally just adults putting on VR headsets and just screaming, like just freaking out? Oh, I like. Usually, I'm not audibly laughing at things like during movies and stuff. Yeah, I swear my <laughs> my neighbor above me last night thought I was nuts because I was just I like shrieked. I laughed <laughs> so hard at one of these things. That's awesome. I'll just show you after this. Okay. Um, next question that Alec asks is <coughs> our top three Smash mains. Okay. Well, we're gonna talk about that one. Yeah. In here, we'll get to that. Um, I guess before this game, it was Marth, Kirby, and I really liked Ike. I was trying to learn Lucario. Um, it would probably be Ike. Yeah. Okay. So sword-related guys, usually. I think Brawl, for me, was 
um, Captain Falcon, Snake, and Ganondorf. Okay. Melee was Link, and then, um, of course, N64 was Link. So do you like Ganondorf with the sword? I thought it was so strange. <laughs> I was on some forums on GameFAQs, and people were just freaking the heck out that he had a sword. And I was just, I honestly didn't notice it until someone made a comment about it. Because I didn't play him enough. I just like, I think I fought him in World of Light and whatever. Um, but then when people said it, I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. Yeah, because he had like, a sword in the first canonically, game. Canonically, he never uses a sword in the in the Zelda games. And I was didn't just he in the like, first one? He did in the first fight in Ocarina of Time, and then he turned into like a wolf, like a pig. I don't remember. Like pre-pig. But regard, even if he had or had not, I just don't think that, I think that people are just yelling because they, they like to yell. But God. I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, it's Zelda. Who gives a shit? People give lots of I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. So like his Ganondorf's victory move in Melee had a sword if you did the down on the uh, D-pad or on that pad, like the down arrow. Mm-hmm. It, it was him basically standing in front of his sword. Yeah. He had a sword. And the other ones, he just couldn't use it. Okay. Well, then you should go argue with those people. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, Reddit. You suck. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's enough uh, of those questions. Thank you for writing it on Instagram. Again, yep. Ari Lewis, 2011. <laughs> we got a email from Travis that I have yet to open. So, Ryan. Yeah. Look at this. Not opened yet. Oh, it's totally red already. No, it's not. Get out of here. No, it's not. (laughs) Settle it and smash. That's what Travis writes. Oh, boy. Here we go. Rusty and Ryan, despite the disappointment in new characters, Smash Ultimate has proven to be a really gripping experience. Maybe it's just been too long since I've played frequently. He says, I skipped the Wii U and 3DS generation except for a few pickup matches with friends. And I'm pretty much the same with you, Travis. I had it for 3DS, but I honestly don't have, like, super memorable memories playing it yeah Um, but he says i he says but i am bad so far he says it's forced me to trial each character though and develop new play styles i used to play midweight characters but now i'm leaning more towards heavy ones captain falcon is still a beast yeah he's fast i agree he says the nostalgia is running high and has made me reminisce of past gaming experiences i thought i'd ask you two about it as well and uh, so i think he kind of centered some of his questions um, around kind of nostalgic experiences and memories since Ryan and I are doing part two of our Growing Up in the 90s episode today. Um, But his first question here, he says, what is your first memory of proudly pushing through and beating a game? Back in my Sega Genesis days, I used to make it to the final bosses and then lose miserably. I don't think I actually beat a game until Banjo-Kazooie. Ryan, to you. Gosh, it was on the Nintendo... Like the original one where Duck Hunt was the thing. Yeah. And like the side-scrolling Marios. What is that? That's not Super Nintendo. That's just... It's the original... That is the Nintendo, Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay, so on that, it was Mega Man. No. You played Mega Man? Dude, that was one of the hardest games. Like, I beat one of the bosses, and I'd call that a victory. Yeah. Like, I beat the game Pretty by much. beating one boss. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially as a young child. Like, I think I could go back now and beat it. Uh-huh. It would still be a challenge because that game was freaking brutal. Mm-hmm. But, like, I beat one boss and I was, like, peeing myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I was past the age where that was acceptable. Yeah. I would probably still pee myself now. Yeah, like, probably. Yeah. Probably. Uh, for me, I, I mean, I don't want to sound, like, 
I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> I beat all the games. No, I wasn't going down that path. I mean, it's probably Kingdom Hearts for me. Because, I mean... You never beat that one as a kid. No. I didn't beat it until, yeah. I think, maybe five, six years ago. Yeah. Um, I think on the PS3 collection. Um, well, actually, no. I take that back. Because before I had a PS3, I replayed it on PS2. And I okay. beat it on there. Um, yeah, Ansem is such a hard final boss. It's oh, my gosh. stupid. And... More recently, I didn't do this until the PS4 collection was beating Sephiroth, Sephiroth in the Olympus Coliseum. Yeah, I heard that one's rough. And it is so, so worth it. And actually, there's a very easy way to beat him. Um, if you ever actually want to try and do it, I'll let you know. Well, I'm still... I, I beat Ansem at like level 65, maybe. So I still have to grind up to level 100 if I'm going to do Sephiroth. Yeah, I, I did that. And I, I still have this so spreadsheet of trying to get all of the uh, souls. Not souls. What are the people drop those items to get the master keyblade like, of death? Oh. <laughs> no, there's... Um, it pisses me off because there's this one, like... I think it's when you get, like, kidnapped and you're on a ship or something. And there's this ghost thing that, like, flies around. And they're so impossible to kill. You're talking about, like, the ship... The Peter Pan ship? Let me go to that spreadsheet. Okay. Yeah. It's just stupid. Like, that's why I quit. But what I was going to say is that that cinematic that happens after you beat Sephiroth with Sora, Cloud walks onto the stage, and they start playing the one-wing angel music from Final Fantasy VII, and Sephiroth and Cloud just duke it out. It's so epic. It's, It's called a jet balloon. It's in the Neverland stage, and it drops a dazzling stone, and you need six of them. And I own one of them, according to my spreadsheet. And it's stupid. Like, the most unfair freaking enemy. Because, okay, you can kill it, cool, but it flies over the water, so all of its drops go into the water. Oh, so it's almost like you can't even retrieve them. Yeah, so you have to specifically get it over the ship kill it which it's freaking hard to kill and then all of its drops potentially are just going to go to oblivion because it goes in the water hmm. i think you just need to learn to swim ryan no and the items need to either sit on the surface or they need to redo it just oh my gosh i rage quit after that because i i'm decent way through so like see all these black lines like through all these items oh yeah yeah i'm getting there but oh my gosh that pissed me off yeah Okay, so question number two from Travis. He says, aside from games and the Souls universe, what is the most recent game you completed that left you feeling accomplished and satisfied? I know you're tired of hearing about it, but mine's Hollow Knight. He says, I can't wait for you two to start playing. Let me know, and I'll do um, a replay at the same time. So apart from games and the Souls universe, I almost need to go over there and look at my video games. Um, Let's see what I've been playing recently on all these notes. Because they're most of the time, it's like Dark Souls 3. I'm going to actually go check out my library of games. I'll be right back. Pokemon. Uh, that's what I've beaten recently. Wait, um, did you feel accomplished? Probably just get the 151. No. I, I think when I got the 731 in the other game, that's where I felt accomplished. I don't know if I was super accomplished doing the oh. like 151 because I've done that I know before. My, I know my answer. Um... So yeah, for, go ahead. So for me, it's the newer Wolfenstein games. So Wolfenstein, the New Order, and then the New Colossus. Those games can be absurdly yeah, difficult at times. But it's so worth it. The story is surprisingly engrossing. And the character, BJ Blazkowicz, or whatever his name is, 
is just a kind of a tame Duke Nukem, I would say. Yeah. Um, and the the gunplay in that, the weapons, um, just the shooting mechanics are so tight. It's the game is is shooting perfection as far as I'm concerned, and I cannot wait for. There's a new Wolfenstein game coming out next year. They're not deeming it the third in the series, but it's basically what the old blood was to New Order. Um, kind of an extended DLC, if you will. Um, but those games, since I played them this year, are actually contenders for top 10 games of the year for me. Oh, nice. I would really encourage anyone, especially now that if you only have a Switch, looking at you, Travis, getting New Colossus on the Switch would be so worth it. The games are just terrific. Yeah. So I've... I was going through every like games we've been playing recently, and most of the restuff or new stuff is Dark Souls. So the earliest game that I've beaten was Episode Six, and it was Monster Hunter. Oh, and yeah. I will say Monster Hunter is really freaking satisfying. Oh, I can imagine, especially some of those monsters, like some of the things you they, defeat. It's really difficult, and the thing that makes it unique is. You see your damage, but you don't know what that relates to because there's no health bar on the monster. Mm-hmm. You just have to go off of what the monsters like, their move sets are, or like how they're reacting. So, there, like, there's a thing in the new Smash where you face like a monster hunter, monster guy, which I thought was so awesome. Yeah, it's uh, and I can't even. It had to have been even more satisfying for you having played the game. Oh, for like it was so good because even looking at the. Yeah, I have 200 car- hours on my main Monster Hunter Yeah, that's guy. what I figured. And um, on the Rathalos in Smash, which really made me happy, is the lower the health oh, of the Rathalos... We should probably... <laughs> spoiler warning Yeah, well, for World of Light. So there's three bosses in World of Light, and this is one of them. But um, the lower the health of the monster, of the Rathalos, in this Smash fight, and I was really surprised they had this detail, there's actually, like... There's white that goes in the armor of the Rathalos' face, which happens in Monster Hunter as well. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... It looks like it's being affected. And that was actually shown in Smash. And, like, if you've ever played Monster Hunter World, you'd know this, or you can understand what I'm talking about. But it's basically based, the faces or the wings look like they've been damaged. Yeah. And it, they show that in Smash, which really made me happy. Yeah, we'll talk about, like, the level of detail in that game. I mean, it's really unbelievable. Yeah. The, the detail in Smash. Um, so yeah, Monster Hunter for you then? Yeah, definitely Monster Hunter. We'll get Hunter. back to that game. The other ones the I've year. been playing are things you can't really win, like Minecraft. And then the rest of them I never ended up beating. So there was like Dark Cells. Um, Dead Cells. Or Dead Cells. Celeste. There was, yeah, Celeste. I, I'm not good enough at games. Um, there was that Knights of the Fallen. Xenoblade 2. Uh, Xenoblade like 2. Hours. I don't have 700 hours. Yeah. I will eventually go back to that. I feel like that's a game, like... You put I'm, in a couple hours here and there. I'm going to beat Dragon Quest Eleven, but I just didn't want to sit there for 60 hours. It, I don't know. And maybe if it was on Switch, I'd be it'd be easier because like, I could go to bed and play for like two hours a night. Yeah. But like to sit in front of my console for, for 60 hours is just so hard for me to do anymore. Unless it's something like a Kingdom Hearts where it's like that real-time combat that to me is more satisfying than the turn-based combat. Yeah. Um, a turn-based only really works in like that I can stand in is uh, Pokemon. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I, I'm at the last boss still, but I, I mean, I got through the entire game except for like the final post-game, like final super boss. Yeah. But yeah. 
Nice. Well, I did it because we were going to talk about it, and then you freaking bailed. Yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, it was just a weird thing for me. But that was Lauren in Japan, and yeah. you finding yourself in... The world, my place. In a in bar. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Those were two rough weeks. Question number three. Are there any games you never finished but wished you had? I probably Speaking restarted... Of- yeah, I probably restarted Resident Evil 4, well, four different times, only to get sidetracked after beating the first vi- village segment and heading towards the castle... Travis, that's a game I quit. Like shame on you. I'm like I'm actually kind of thinking about a demotion for him. No, I agree. That game's not worth finishing. That's the one you gave me, right? Okay, that sucked. (laughs) It freaking sucked. Like it's the worst combat I've ever. Like freaking 15 minutes in. Oh, it was horrible. The controls to Resident Evil. You play that game for two hours, an hour, 30 minutes to actually adjust yourself because. Yeah, you're not just walking. No, it was bullshit because there's freaking guys off camera. Your turn speed is shit. Like, it is not <laughs> fun. Like, it's crap. Okay, well, why don't and you... And it didn't age well. No. You're like, oh, this is a classic. It's classically crap. No. Like, it... how do people play that game? Oh, it's horrible. Like, what the heck? Like, I, I was like, you really enjoyed this game? Like, I would play Ocarina of Time like six times through before I even pick up that game like i would purely play the water temple like exclusively before i play <laughs> resident evil 4 again if you had way a, to go if you had a lick of patience which i know you don't it's okay whoa, whoa whoa okay how do i play games for 200 hours and not have any patience no you don't have a lick of patience for things that are bullshit at, no at the at, at the four set are maybe a little bit off-putting to you okay I know I've dealt like, with you for a long... No, <laughs> I've dealt with you for 25 I'm episodes. I'm so off foot right now. Yeah. Why don't, no. you, why don't you calm down, stop talking for at least 30 seconds. Let <laughs> me talk. Grab a glass of Let water. me talk. Question number three. Are there any games that you've never finished and wish you had? Well, uh, this podcast is going to be one because I don't know if I can keep going with this guy. Um, I've probably restarted Resident Evil 4. Four t- okay, so for me... I think Dragon Quest Eleven is the most recent um, game that fits that bill. Well, I'm not really surprised that you were you didn't finish it because it is completely different in the pacing of what you've been playing recently. Yeah. Before that. Yeah. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I think I played that for maybe two or three hours. Which I think next year you have to play that I absolutely along with will. God of War. Like check off the stuff that you didn't have time to this year. Yeah. Are we, so I guess. Next week, we're doing the Christmas stuff and then the game, games of the year. Do we want to talk about games we want to play in 2019? Or do episode, we want it after? That'll be the episode after that Okay. to kick off the new year. And during that episode, I'm also going to run down my top 10 movies of the year. Oh, okay. So, Sounds good. Um, I think some other games, especially like on the N64, like Banjo-Kazooie, mm-hmm. Donkey Kong 64, Shame on Me, I've never gotten all 120 stars in Super Mario 64. Um, there's just a lot of games. What about Sunshine? I never got all the shines in that game. I never beat it. You've never beat Sunshine? No. God, and I, I gave you my blessing to marry Lauren. <laughs> what the hell? Like, I was one coin, like one blue coin away from every star in the game. Yeah. And I knew where it was. I just couldn't get to it. Mm-hmm. Well, shame on you. I know. I'm equally as horrible. I think I just, a lot of the N64 library, I just would really love to return to. Um, the Perfect Dark campaign, never beat it. Uh, in, t- in its entirety. That's the one you've been like 
hey, I'm going to put 10,000 hours to get every rank. Yeah, but that's that's a different component of the game. That's the cooperative multiplayer segment. Combat Simulator. That's not the... Yeah, but you have to at least check that single-player box. I'm not as concerned about checking boxes as you are. Dude, if there's a box, you bet, it, bet your sweet bottom dollar I'm going to check it. I am very much aware. <laughs> Question number four. No, no, I didn't answer that one. I know you didn't. Question number four. What is the one console handheld game... You can go ahead if you want. No, I, I guess I did technically answer it you with did. Sunshine. Um, there's... I mean... I'm trying to think... And basically, all the games that I previously listed, like Celeste, Dark Cell, Death Cell, Dead Cell, Dead Cell. Let's that's say it was. together: Dead, Dead Cells. Cell. I'm so used to. I'm yeah. Um, that that one was more because roguelikes aren't my thing. Like I enjoy leveling up my character and being able to get further and like RPG it through, and then not be punished when you die. Yeah, the whole restart. That it frustrates me. That's fair. No, I I, agree. I can totally see that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I I can see the appeal if that's how you think, but I see that as like anxiety that I'm gonna die and lose all my progress for. You're playing more out of fear than you know enjoyment at that point. Yeah. For fear of You're, what could happen. Um. So the fear paralyzes you to not even start. Kind yeah. Of thing. I get that. Yeah. Um. You good for question four? Yeah. What is the one console handheld game you've played for the longest overall hours? I think my, he says mine's a toss-up between the original Animal Crossing, The Legend of uh-huh. Zelda, Wind Waker, and Sonic Adventure 2. That's an interesting choice there. He said, I got really into the KO uh, Garden, kind of an in-game Tamagotchi. You could put in races against others. Yeah, that would definitely sink some time. He says, I thought it would be Breath of the Wild, but I easily sank more time into Wind Waker. He says, I've replayed it three to four times and spent loads of time on the second playthrough where you take pictures of every enemy and get trophies. You can do that in Breath of the Wild. Can you? And every item. Nice. Yeah. Um, you need to play that one as well. I know. Jeez, man. I know. I have a l- huge packed list of games next year. Actually, I got really excited because I was watching um, a YouTube video, and the commercial on that YouTube video was, it started out with Animal Crossing, and it had the girl character from Smash who like was fishing. And she was fishing. She grabbed the fish and pulled it out. It was Mario. I was like, I was getting so excited. I was like, are they releasing like an Animal Crossing on like Nintendo Switch? And well, that's coming like, next year. Well, yeah, but I was like, is this a commercial for it? Yeah. And then they pulled out Mario and Mario just freaking punches one of the guys and just... Probably Isabel. Yeah, Isabel. I was like, oh, okay. It's, like I, I got disappointed because I was like so excited. Well, for that's her. what was really interesting too. So a couple directs, the direct before... The final one where we got like Incineroar and what what have you. Um, they were talking about a number of different games, so you didn't know when they were going to start talking about Smash. Yeah. You knew they were going to, but when was kind of up in the air. And you saw like kind of the Animal Crossing, the infamous world that mm-hmm. is there, the, the graphic style and everything. And you saw Isabel, and everyone was like, <gasps> like held their breath and was like, "Is this Animal Crossing an actual trailer for the Switch version?" And it was like. Isabel, new character, new challenger approach is coming to Switch, and everyone was just like, ah, oh. because it's like, yeah, it's exciting that she's gonna be a playable character yeah. in she's Smash. Actually, pretty good. Um, but it was definitely frustrating that they totally trolled us and did not actually reveal the new Animal Crossing. You're gonna get Animal Crossing. Right? Oh, uh, no. Lauren's gonna get Animal so Crossing. So Lauren was like, like in one of her like little pissy moods the other day, and what a bitch. <laughs> she so she was. We were sitting there, and I was playing Smash. That's probably because of work. No, it totally was. She came home, which is not having life. 
And um, so we were sitting there talking. I'm trying to think. When, 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 what day of the week? Take take your poison, dude. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Any of them. Because if you give me a day, I probably know what it is. Yeah. No. So anyways, I'm sitting there playing Smash and um, I don't, she, it was like an Animal Crossing level. Yeah. And um, she goes, oh, that Animal Crossing? And I was like, yeah, it's the Animal Crossing level for Smash. I was like, I can't wait to get it for, for Switch next year. She's like, well, why would you do that? Don't we have Stardew Valley? And I was like, yeah, I didn't really play that game. I didn't. It was just too complicated, too much stuff going on. She's like, well, wh- why did you even buy it? And I was like, well, I didn't know it was going to be like that. And she's like, well, why would you even... We already have Animal Crossing on 3DS. Why would you get it on Switch? And I was like, Lauren, you need to go eat food, and then we'll come back to this conversation and revisit it. Because she was just so hangry. She, no, she would... I'm sure she would like Stardew Valley. She's played a game like that. I, like she probably, Harvest Moon. She probably would. I think I might get that for her for Switch. Why don't you just give it to her on Switch? Oh, it's on PS4. Yeah. Um, because I think that's something that she could really get into. She's actually stuck on Pokemon, by the way. Is she? Yeah. She needs your help. Okay. I can so, help her out. Um, Which part? I think it... Oh, I just pulled out my uh, headphones. I think my mic's still going. Technical difficulties. We're good. Does it show your audio? Is no, it looks like my audio is good, I think. Okay. Um, but um, what was your question? Well, where is she stuck? I, I don't know. I think it's shortly after Misty. Shoot her a text. Really? Yeah. Misty. Uh, it's like okay. between Misty and Lieutenant Surge. I think she's just not really sure where she's supposed to go. Um, but as far as the the most overall hours that I've ever played, um, again, I think I've talked about this. Um, the game that's actually quantified the number of hours is Pokemon Platinum version on the Nintendo DS. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was a rough time in my life where I was in the hospital. I had nothing better to do but catch the Pokemans. And then... Games that I have not quantified the number of hours because there's no time tracking device on the N64 or the PS2 or anything like that. Um, it's got to be, you know, your um, Super Smash Brothers, Melee, uh, the N64 version. I thought you said handhelds. Perfect Dark. Did he say that? No, he said, what is one console handheld game? Oh, con- oh handheld. one. Well, if handheld I'm going to say... is like the key underlined. He says one console... Or handheld Oh, game. or handheld. Yes. Oh. Um, yeah. So I think for me, Pokemon Platinum, Super Smash Brothers, the whole series, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, um, NFL Blitz was a big one, Perfect Dark, GoldenEye, Mario Parties, Diddy Kong Racing, Mario Kart Double Dash. I could go on for it. Rock Band is a huge one. Yeah. Um, I was more Guitar Hero, but... You played with people. Mm-hmm. I did have friends. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, I, we played guitar here with, like, Joe and Kelly, my high school friends, when that was a huge thing. Um, are you done with your list of things? I am, yes. Okay. So I guess my biggest handheld one is going to be um, a Ruby version <coughs> on the 3DS um, Omega Ruby. So that's, like, 600 hours. Monster Hunter's, like, 205 um, Skyrim over all the characters is probably, I think, close to maybe 300 because I've made multiple characters mm-hmm. over multiple platforms. That's yeah. why. Because I had the computer version, the PS4 version, and the PS3 version. So I had all of those. Um, so I've probably made at least nine, ten characters. So probably at least 300 hours. Um, Oblivion, I know I, I beat or. There's a level cap to the game. So I think it's level 50. So you can actually go over the level cap. Mm. And I 
beat that level cap. Because the way that it worked, you had in that game, you had your like seven skills, I think. Do you remember that? That you picked Something and like that. if you leveled up those seven skills, your combat level went up. Yeah. Um, if you went to jail, you lowered your levels, right? For like murdering townspeople to get iron armor in um, Cyrodiil or like the main town. So you lowered your main combat skills and then you could go up, re-raise them. So all you had to do was give your main seven really easy skills. Excuse me. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on over there? I was talking for too long. Yeah. Um, you. Um, it's Lauren getting back to you. Yeah. Yeah, she's asking you for recording. But you basically main, make your main seven skills really easy to raise, mm-hmm. and then you can re-raise them up really quick. Gotcha. Like, um, oh, what's that? Gosh, it's been so long. It's the one that allows you, the magic that allows you to see people who are around you. Sure. Alteration, maybe? It might have been alteration. I think it's alteration. Okay. Like life detect kind of stuff. Yeah. Besides that... RuneScape. Um, well, RuneScape's not a console or a handheld. No, that's fair. Um, I was going to include that, but that's the caveat. And that was, what, 15% of your life you played that game? Jeez. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I'd be level 138 for sure. Yeah. Um. That's including 99 summoning and 99 combats. Of course plus it is. prayer. Better be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, what am I, 126? No summoning? God. Get out of here. Um, no. Yeah, I think those are the main ones that I played. Yeah, that's those are probably the most recent main ones. Okay. Usually, like now it's I beat the story and then I come back later. Like usually it's the RPGs that we need to play Monster Hunter. I know. I said we're gonna get back to it okay. after the new year. Yeah, cause, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to play that one again. Me too. Um, and well, then wait, wait, I can so everything is scaled based off your armory monster hunter. So I can actually go through and make it th- me the same level as you with armor and stuff. Oh, nice. So it's I'm not overpowering everything and just plowing through the game. So you lose those experiences. Mm-hmm. It's we're actually both struggling to like complement each other. Nice. That'll be fun. Yeah. Question number five. What is the single most hours you've played a game consecutively? I always got cut off after an hour or two while growing up, but when Skyward Sword came out while I was in college, little social life, online classes, etc., I put 78, 7 to 8 hour shifts into that game. I was handling a lot emotionally during that time, and the return of the childlike discovery was much needed. Happy smashing. I think for me, um, again, Pokemon Platinum... When I was in the hospital, play, play for 10 hours at a time, whatever. Um, certainly, most recently, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I mean, there were days where I'd get home from work at 4 or 5, and I would play till 12 in the morning, nonstop. Wow. Um, and then, uh, you know, back in the day with my buddies, you know, if we rented a game, it was play it to completion on the N64 or play it until we quite literally were like our eyeballs were like melting and we needed to go to bed. And uh, yeah, I think Smash Ultimate's a big one. Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle-Earth 2 on the Xbox 360. I remember especially when like the Christmas time rolled around and gray skies, snow, you don't want to go outside. I'd play that game for six, eight hours, just do skirmishes. I'd have podcasts up mm-hmm. and just do the Battle of Helm's Deep, kind of simulate that, you know, uh, experience. 
yeah, I think that's pretty much big ones for me. So what is your max time limit? I think... Because uh, your 4 to 12 is just, what? Eight hours. Eight hours? Yeah. Is that your longest? Eight hours, probably. Eight to ten hours. Okay. I've never done like a full 24-hour like binging. There's no way I could do a 24-hour. I think the most... Like over Christmas break with like Deanna, Lauren, and I, we were trying to get 99 fletching. So we did it. We woke up early. We went to the gym, and it was Let's like... Let's preface this. What the heck is that? So 99 fletching, uh, it's one RuinScape, um, trying to get a 99 cape, which basically shows that you maxed out the skill. Mm-hmm. Fletching is woodworking for like archery and bows. So you'd create bows, create arrows. Okay. Um, so you'd create willow bows, you bows, and then you'd string them. So I think we did like eight in the morning till maybe two in the morning. Wow. Straight. And I think we took off the gym. So, um, yeah, whatever time that is. Was that four hours, 12, 16, 18 hours straight? Yeah. Whoa. It was a long day. We eventually, it, I think it took us a couple of weeks, but we got 99 fleshing for both of us. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> and really, all we did was um, we sat in, I think it wasn't Camelot Bank, but it was the bank below that. I think it was, Yen, not Yanil. Yanil is Magic Guild. Whatever. It's the bank when you run, if you teleport to Camelot, which I think you need 45 magic with like a law rune and whatever. You run down and there's just like a little bank. Mm-hmm. And like Pete, we would see people like doing cooking because you could cook the... Basically, the runtime for cooking is really quick there. Um, yeah, we made friends. Yeah. Nice. Every time, like, if I'd randomly go on, I have people like, his name was Real Strength. And he'd be like, oh, hey, man, it's been like a year. How are you doing? Kind of thing. Oh, my gosh. And, like, he's graduated college at this point. He's, I'm like, just catch up with the people we made friends with back in the day, which nice. is pretty cool. That is pretty. I mean, that's why I kind of do wish I had excuse me, some kind of online game that I had played consistently with friends because you do meet people like that. I mean, I think for me that that was my YouTube, you mm-hmm. know, that I can connect with people through that space. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool that you can meet people like that and actually become genuine virtual friends. Yeah, it was real STR for strength. And he was playing... Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. I mean, you definitely have a sense of community and I can see how people can get lost in those games no doubt i mean especially for when, forever especially if you're trying to escape and get away from what's going on in your real life God, like lauren yeah i mean i i and then she joined and then it was yeah yep i get it i get it all right ryan i think we're gonna shake things up a bit okay because uh we just took a break had some peanuts yeah had some puppy chow made some coffee for part two of the show this was originally going to be a part three show because as we said in the beginning of the episode uh, we were going to do part two of our growing up in the 90s, but uh, blame it on Travis because he wrote in with five questions that derailed us for 45 minutes. And uh, we were actually going to push growing up in the 90s for another episode because we're already an hour and two minutes into this. I don't think you guys want to listen to us for three hours. Um, I don't want to listen to you for three hours. I don't know if I can stand Ryan for three hours. So we are going to kind of push that forward. Well, we're still going to talk about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate because I'm I'm assuming we're probably going to talk about this for 45 minutes at least. Yeah, at so, least. So yeah, sorry folks for that, but we'll postpone it. It's not gone forever. And uh, we'll talk about our favorite uh, 
Well, what really led animated. to that decision, so it doesn't sound like we're just doing it without thinking through it, is Rusty has like a million stories for each one of our topics. Like he was listing out, I have 10 or six or eight stories for like three topics, which in a, by itself, looking at the top 10 movies. Oh, Lawrence Home. Uh, yeah. We're going to have a live reaction for when Lauren comes home. Oh, oh, Lauren's home. How's it going? Did you get what you needed for Christmas shopping? Nice. Do you want to say hi to the listeners, Lauren? <laughs> no, they do. Lauren, what's going on? Come over here. Yeah. We're not stopping this. Rusty was saying you were in a really bitchy mood earlier this week. <laughs> Isn't that always? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> say hello to the listeners. Hi, listeners. Are you enjoying their podcast? Probably not. Yeah. Um, Are those new earrings? Nice. Oh, so you met with her on Friday? Cool. I'll uh, I'll help you after this. Because I heard you're struggling. I'm lost in Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I just keep grinding instead. So my... Your people are over... Pokemon are like... Level 60, but I'm still in the same little grass area, so... That's all right. Mew's going to be killing everyone. Oh, he's so cute, dude. Uh, just flying behind you? Yeah. Nice. I'll okay. let you guys do back, back to the dungeon. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess that top 10 movies took the full episode time, and if we're doing 10 to 20 stories of three different topics, then it's going to be well over two hours for just that portion. Well, yeah, because... You know, we have favorite animated films of the 90s that are not Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Then we have um, our kind of favorite arcade memories and arcade machines. We'll probably talk about, like, if we could have three arcade machines in our house, excuse me, what they would be type of thing. And then we're going to talk about our favorite memories renting video games at, like, Blockbusters and Hollywood Videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of that packed in one episode with the other topics that we've already been talking about uh, would just be kind of... Um, a little excessive excessive so yeah so stay tuned for that sometime in the new year probably after probably. our most anticipated games for 2019 yeah probably yeah 28 maybe the eighth yeah january something like that uh we're also probably going to double up on recording eventually um and just have a placeholder episode from when you're in japan okay because you're going Sounds to japan good. late january so you're not going to go dr- and you're going to miss kingdom hearts is that when it comes out yeah january 29th Gosh, and I'll be in Japan, like the key place that that game's released. Gosh, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, you should definitely, because the merch will be super hot and fresh, too. So you'll have yeah. to pick me up some stuff. That's all I'm good for. <laughs> You're my oh, my yen. You're my messenger boy, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. The blue blob that Lauren got you. Didn't she get you a blue blob? Yeah, oh my gosh. I should like actually talk about this. Hold on a second. Let me grab those guys. Blue blob, give me a break. Well, I played more of that game than you did, so yeah. But how many Dragon Quest games have you actually played? Exactly. One. So we got a little slime guy, but a little, to little plushy, and then we got a little Yoshi. Yoshi. Yeah, that was weird. That's what Yoshi sounds like. Yoshi. Yeah, but it's cool when it's coming from like a TV and not the dude, twenty-five-year-old yeah. brother-in-law. It's a lot weirder that way. Yeah. Well, that's what Yoshi sounds like. So, anyways, we are going to talk about Super Smash Brothers Melee. Kidding, Ultimate. And <laughs> like, well, you screwed this one up. No, already. I'm just kidding. I had to throw in a little joke. Um, but it's Ryan, so hard to not say you like you effed it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
I have to slow As I do brain. most things. But yeah. Ryan sent me a list of a smattering of topics, if you will, last night, going down, breaking down all of the main things of Super Smash Brothers with subtopics for each. So this is basically going to be a Ellen DeGeneres interview. You're just going to be talking to me, asking me questions. Minus the people who hide in a box and scare you. Yeah, there's actually someone in that. He that um, love blue luggage and blue to luggage, yeah, next to you. So just <laughs> be weary, cautious. Yeah, so I guess the way that I broke down this topic was first impressions, the World of Light, kind of the main single player, um, spirits, because um, those could have been potentially divisive, characters in general, um, battles, and the miscellaneous. <laughs> Ryan's dying. Uh, miscellaneous. Um, so, I guess the first topic, first impressions. Yeah, so I think I went into this game as you did, as most people did, with lofty expectations. And I don't want to say my expectations were shattered, but I think it certainly surpassed my expectations in many regards. You know, we'll get into the intricacies of all these different little topics here, but World of Light had... I was completely blown away mm-hmm. by how well-realized, detailed, extensive it was. I couldn't believe that it took me 18 hours to get to the one of the final bosses that I couldn't beat. Um, I couldn't believe that they fit 70-plus characters into this game, all yeah. characters from previous games, all stages from previous games, plus some new ones, over 100 or over 800 sound bits, yeah. Visually, the game looks as beautiful as it's ever looked. The The fine details of certain stages where you have stuff going back you know, in the foreground and background of areas where there's moving characters and animations going on that you might very well miss because you're too caught up in the actual heat of the battle, if you will. Yeah. Um, I just think this is, this is absolute perfection when it comes to Super Smash Brothers. And I think they, as the name would imply, Ultimate have created the ultimate experience. Yeah, no, I would definitely agree. Um, the one, I guess, <coughs> the way I kind of broke this down was menus and th- how they kind of laid out. So, like, you have the title screen, which they basically play uh, like a World of Light kind of sequence. I think it's what they played as the final trailer for this game, for like the World of Light trailer is in the title screen. Um, the menus are really, I think, really user friendly. Um, so, you have a Smash tab, you have a Spirit tab. You have, like, an online tab. You have, like, games and more, which is where you get into single-player stuff. And then you have, like, one other tab, which is kind of, um, like, your challenges and stuff. So it's really easily, um, and un- like, an easy interface to kind of navigate. Um, as far as my first kind of impressions of battles, I thought it was really cool having... I mean, I guess trying to gain 70 characters could take a long time, and it did. Um, but starting out with the original eight was a really cool way of going about it. I think so, too. I think it was a great nod to people who have been following the series for 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe it's that long. Yeah. When did it do, I, mean, it was, I think it was like probably 1998 when Smash came out on N64. Let's check that out real quick. Supers. <coughs> Smash N64. Um, Does it have a release date? Yeah, hold on. 99. Okay. April of 99. So like 19 years? Yeah. Um, yeah, wow, I mean, that's crazy. But um, what did you just ask me? I lost my train of thought. Eight players to start out with? Yeah, no, I thought that was a great nod um, to people who have been following this series for, for so long. 
I think there is some some um, room for criticism as far as how quickly you unlock the characters, especially if you want to just pick up and play and with a party of people. Like if you got this on launch night with, I'm sure people did this like in college, in college dorm rooms, got eight buddies that want to jump in and play and you only have eight of the characters, that might be a little bit of a disappointment because you can't play as Cloud or Bayonetta right away yeah. if you wanted to. Um, but at the same time, I felt like, as I'm sure you felt the same way, that excitement and anticipation and not knowing when or how you're going to unlock a particular character, but when you do and that challenger is approaching, it's just so satisfying. Yeah, so I guess we could get into how you unlock them um, before we get into like first battles kind of impressions. The way you can unlock characters, it's basically on a timer of 10 minutes. So you play through like World of Light for 10 minutes, exit out. You have to exit out of the screen, so you have to get out of the physical file like save file of world of light and then a new character will approach Mm -hmm. so maybe like five or six battles or like those battles in world of light and then you can get out a new character um you can also speed this up and basically get it down to taking about an hour to get all the characters um so it's based off of footsteps and movement like the amount of movement because it calculates all of like how much you've moved in each battle. Um, so I would say get maybe 10 characters that way, what, an hour and a half of World of Light or just smash battles with those original eight while you're slowly getting characters. And then all you have to do is create, which is, this is a cool new feature. Basically, you can create a like a one battle stock, which you can quickly go into that type of battle. Like the five battle, three battle, mm-hmm. like you can customize it. Just do a one battle stock. And then you do a battle of, like, you basically get to pick who you want to fight with the new guy. So you do one um, battle, say I was Marth, and basically you commit suicide or just fall off the edge. Leave that battle, leave the smash, and a new character will approach. Either win or lose, depending on how good you are. Get that character, and then all you have to do is uh, cancel out to the menu screen, get out of smash. Okay. Like, just... You don't have to restart your Nintendo Switch, but you have to get out of the game, and then you have to go back into the game. Like, not do sleep mode, but just actually cancel out of the cartridge. And then get back in, do one stock battle, and then die, and then get out of Smash, and you can get another character. Oh, okay. So you can get them all pretty quick. It's about a... Like, the cycle time is about a minute or so. Interesting. Plus the battle time for the character. So it's about a minute and a half or so Mm -hmm. per character. So it takes an hour, hour and a half to okay. get all characters. If that's how you want to do it. So I did most of them, maybe 60 of them, just the regular 10 minutes, World of Light kind of thing. And then I did the last 10 or so. You're struggling over there. I'm yeah, hiccuping. Why don't you drink some water? So for <laughs> me, I actually did play through World of Light, was exiting out every 10 minutes. More often than not, though, I'd play for like 30 minutes and we'd be like, oh, I forgot. You need to yeah. exit out and I'd do that. Because um, there are times when you just get into this groove of like, oh, I just want to keep going and getting... Because basically, once you start World of Light, for those of you that haven't played it yet, the entire map is basically covered in fog. Mm-hmm. And so as you would fight certain battles, you kind of unlock different branching paths, different areas of fog would clear to kind of reveal more of the map. And it was really interesting, too, because... Oftentimes, like I was saying, there are multiple like branching paths, 
and you'd be rewarded in the sense that as you as you finished and beat these battles, you would um, unlock spirits. Um, and so we can kind of talk about what spirits kind of are and how they kind of enhance the gameplay a little bit if you want. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, that's why I warned you guys about like, hey, you, you have to actually physically leave. Because I was expecting like the first hour I was playing to just after 10 minutes they appear. Just, yeah. But it didn't. And I was like, after I found that out, because this is the first game that I've went to a midnight release for in years. Like, so that night, Thursday evening, I had a supplier dinner until 10 o'clock. And then at 10 o'clock, I got home and I was like, hmm, I'm going to have a long Friday if I stay up. So I worked two hours so I could basically go in and work six. Mm -hmm. So it's like sleep in a little bit and then just work six for and have the other two transfer over. And so I went to the midnight release, got the game, and I played until like 1.30. And I was like, I'm going to die tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool um, to a lot of nostalgia going to a midnight release because it's been so long. Yeah, I think the last one I did was like Guitar Hero 3 or something like that. Wow. Um, it was forever ago. I just never really got caught up in that um, that hype, especially like when I was in college and everything. Most nights I was in bed by 9 o'clock anyways. Yeah. I never even – I never stayed up late much in college really. Um, and, and in high school, I, I – kind of the same thing. I was kind of just not that much anticipating those new releases. I was yeah. very much okay with like – waiting until Black Friday um, when things would be discounted, getting games for 20, 30 bucks, and then playing them during, like, school breaks and things like that. Yeah, I think I actually, the last game I stood in line was for the Smash on the 3DS. Oh, really? Did you do that? Yeah, because Ben, Rick, and I stood in line for that one. Nice. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so for me, since you and Lauren schemed and got me the limited edition... Excuse me, I'm, like, burping over here, too. Well, I'm, mine's more of a hiccup because I just talked for a really long time. And then I just don't breathe. Yeah, that's healthy. Yeah. Um, but it's a defect. <laughs> probably. And so there's got to be like a return warranty for your voice somewhere around there, you know? No, it's no, it's depreciated too much that you can't actually return it for any value. That sucks. It, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so, a burden I'll have to bear. Yeah. But since you and Lauren <laughs> schemed and got me the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Console, I just, of course, used the download code and... It started downloading at like eleven thirty oh, or whatever. Oh, so there is something I need to tell you. Tell you. So if you've either downloaded, I'm really glad because there was nothing else I wanted to just say there. No, this is about getting PD Piranha without having to buy him because oh. you have to actually physically register your code to say that you have a copy of it before January thirty twenty ninth. I think is what it was. Yeah, but you have to actually go onto the store and register. Okay. So you get him for free. Okay. Or else you're gonna have to get him in the store. And I, there's so, no way I'm paying for him. Yeah. So I would say make sure you do that. All right. Good to know. And uh, yeah, so this of Thursday, of course, was the day that Lauren had gotten back from Japan. Mm -hmm. And so she texted me that she landed like around 1230. I was, of course, at work. She went out to lunch with the parents, got back around whatever. Mm -hmm. And I got home from work around 530. And I opened up the door and she was laying on the couch. And, <laughs> and she like her, she like yeah. shifted her body up. And was just looking around the room completely, like, delirious. Had no idea where she was, who she was, how she got there. And I was like, hey, Lauren. Lauren. And just no no processing that I'm even talking, that my body's even there. Yeah. She's just looking all over the place. 
minute and a half goes by, and this is I'm repeatedly saying her name. Eventually, I was just like, "Lauren, are you good?" <laughs> and she just kind of like laid back down, and um, I was like, "Okay, I'll see you in three hours." And I went over here, and of course, I had all the lights off, and was just playing Mario Kart on my Switch in the dark while she was <laughs> sleeping on the couch because I didn't want to move her, yeah. you know, or like interrupt her sleep. And I went over to her three times and like kissed her on the forehead. Nothing. Didn't <laughs> move, wake up, realize that someone had like touched her forehead, just gone. And um, so she woke up like around 8.30 and was like, I'm hungry. And I was like, okay, let's go to the, let's go get some food. We got, went and got some food. We came back and um, I had a pot of coffee already ready, brewed it at 12. And then I was just like, I'm way too tired. I don't, And I knew if I did drink coffee, I'd probably be up till five in the morning playing and I would have been just wrecked. For, for work Friday, mm-hmm. plus we had the wedding that weekend, and I was yeah. just like, I need to make sure I'm good for Lauren's sake because she's going to be a mess this weekend. Yeah, that's what a 14-hour swing does, dude. Yeah. Because so, it, it used to be 13 hours, and then nowhere else in the world do they do daylight savings time. Yeah. Because apparently we have a bunch of agriculture, and that still needs to be a thing. Apparently. I don't know why we still have daylight savings time. I don't know why we're still in, like, the metric system and the rest of the world is not. You know what? Pounds make sense. Yeah. Inches make sense. I mean, why would you want to just divide everything by 10? Like, that seems way too easy. Yeah. You might as well have, like, what, 500 or 5,280 feet per mile? Yeah. That makes sense. Or you could just do 1,000 meters. Whatever. Weird American things. Yeah, I have to research why. Um, what were we talking but, about? World but, of Light, right? Well, I basically was just saying that I stayed up at the midnight, essentially launched for it, but didn't yeah. play because I was just too exhausted. Do you end up getting it at midnight? I did. It, it downloaded. I literally, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I literally was on the home screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was ready to go, but I just... Because um, you were texting me like, it won't download, it won't download. Or, like, yeah, I was freaking open. out. And then eventually it started downloading, it opened, and I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm good. And I'm going to bed. And mm. I, just, I just wanted to sleep, so... Um, but then, you know, I woke up, went to work until 12 o'clock, came back. We didn't have to drive up until 3.30. And so I played for like three and a half straight hours, um, in World of Light. Yeah. Yeah. So. Spirits. Spirits and World of Light. Um, so I guess what are your thoughts? You kind of talked a little bit as far as the setup and the stage layouts and how World of Light kind of functions Mm -hmm. without getting... I don't know how much we can actually spoil World of Light. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not, like, subspace emissary to a certain... Like, subspace emissary, from what I can remember, there were cutscenes pretty often. I legit remember nothing. I don't either. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm trying to, like, remember, like, I... I didn't know that was a thing or until someone brought it up, and I was like feel like i've completed that there's no way you didn't you if, didn't. It, if it was on brawl i've completed it. yeah you did it but i just i don't remember like anything but i what i kind of vaguely remember is that there were a lot of cutscenes. Mm-hmm. and after the opening cinematic which is beautiful by the way in war of light when like oh, everyone disappears yeah. and kirby's just like looking at this masterpiece of a like a map of whatever the castle i don't even know what it was um but after that there's pretty f- cutscenes are few and far between I think, how many cutscenes have, are, have you run into any cutscenes besides the first? Like the boss, like when you see like the, the rat, was the Rathalus or the? Rathalus. Rathalos. Rathalos. That, that was kind of like epic when he like comes into the map and everything and it's this big. Yeah. Kind of spectacle of a moment. Um, and I'm sure 
and I should say this, that I've gotten to one of the final bosses and I couldn't beat it. And I think that's what I have to, maybe my biggest complaint about World of Light. I in no way claim to be a great Smash player. I'm not. I've never been. Um, But I've come to certain areas in World of Light where I quite literally was just like swearing and was just like, this is complete BS. Yeah. And I was playing on easy. (laughs) Yeah. And now granted, and I should say this too, there are certain environmental things that like strong winds or there's poison on the ground or there's sleeping, there's slumber potions on the ground so you fall asleep if you don't have the spirits to counteract those environmental hazards. Yeah. And so I think that's cool. Early on, it pissed me off because early on when you have strong winds and you haven't unlocked the Latios and Latias to counteract that, that spirit, um, then you're just left your own devices flying off the map. Yeah. No, I think that's part of the challenge and it makes you, helps you explore. Like I'm fine with all the elemental stages except for that like ice one that I was complaining to you about. Yeah. So you said, until you said Kirby everything to death, mm-hmm. um, which then I was able to beat it pretty easily. Um, it's more the spamminess of some of the spirits. Like I get, it, it's cool like, going into the spirits how each spirit battle is related to that character's attributes or what the character is. Um, so they use all the characters that in the game, like a, a ho-ho is a Charizard, mm-hmm. like a Charizard colored like an uh, oh-ho or ho-ho. And, um, but he's constantly spitting fire. Like it's really cool how they do those kind of unique battles. But it's some of the ones that are really spammy that, like, there's a Bulbasaur one where it's purely just three Bulbasaurs versus you that do the up B or up, I think, up A. Mm -hmm. So it's just shooting those seeds. So you can't get above them. And then the second you go next to them, it has a decent range around it. So it spits you up. And then there's, like, three of them. So they just, it's... Like that kind of spammy stuff where it's not, doesn't feel fair kind no, of really annoyed me. Another one too is like the Mr. Game and Watches. You were on that level with like the bombs that the, the ceiling progressively collapses on itself. And they are basically, they avoid conflict. So wherever you are, they are not. Yeah. And if you get close to them, they run away. And not to mention there's like four or five of them and you only have like a minute and 30 seconds to beat all of them. Yeah. Like that type of stuff where it's just like, it, it makes sense. There's certainly a level of challenge there, but it also, from, from a difficulty perspective, I feel like it, it is just unfair and it's not fun. Yeah, that's the, yeah, there was one with like a Mewtwo and there he had like a robot friend who shot lightning. Mm-hmm. Did you do that one? I think so. And like so. Mewtwo was running away and then this lightning would just constantly like track you or like shoot at you. So Mewtwo, you, your whole goal was to kill Mewtwo. And there's like, I rage quit one time because it was like such a bullshit level and then eventually i didn't actually complete the stage the lightning hit mewtwo and he died yeah like i didn't even know it was possible because the dude was just killing me i think i tried like seven times talk about bosses that like you rage quit and then come back later i mean there were some ward of light stages that took me 10 to 15 times and what's nice is it's very quick you said you want to like retry or you want to change your party and I, you, know, you just keep retrying. But I mean, there were some times where I quite literally did it like 10 to 15 times. And some of them was like, oh crap, that, that was good. I, I, I can do this. But other times it was just like, this is stupid. I'm not having fun anymore. Yeah. And like, I can't imagine because they have that spirit arcade. Like, 
you essentially you'd have to beat those stages in there and they disappear. So you don't become How many spirits do you have? I have 306 out of 1299. Okay, I have just over 500 because wow. I've been doing like the spirit like board, board thing. The and so are, yeah. how this is set up, it's almost like this little lottery thing where you have like eight I think it's like eight of them displayed, eight to 10 of them displayed. And there's like five minute time ticking to zero. And so they're only visible there for five minutes to fight them. And then once you fight them, they disappear. Well, if you lose it in that battle, you can't rematch. They disappear and they, they repopulate. They come back later. Um, but what really is frustrating is that after you win the battle, then you have the character that you defeated. And there's like this little like... How would you describe it? Like a little ball, a circle, circle like, of light, like spinning around the character with like a little opening, mm-hmm. and your character has to shoot this like laser beam in there as this thing is spinning. And sometimes it's like spinning like at a snail's pace. Yeah. Then other times it's spinning so fast you can hardly see the like, gap in the it, circle. From like one star, which is like the novice ones, to like four star, which are legendary. Yeah. Legendary is like super fast, but I I personally kind of like that. It's because you're like. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, like you do it or you're like, oh, so close. And then you can use, like you have a second try if you want to pay. That and then you also have like those little things that can slow it down, slow it down or like make the circle like less, it'll take some of it out. out. Um, But it's still sometimes like so irritating. Well, like there's a, a challenge trophy, which I got without even thinking about it, which was um, 10 spirits in a row without hitting that thing like one of the challenges is that like the spinning thing yeah basically hit the spirit without hitting that shield or using any items yeah for 10 in a row nice um there was one i actually the only one i've used a hammer like challenge wise was um there's a challenge where it's kill a level three spirit without any helping spirits Mm, basically if you don't have any power to your guy their damage does like a significant amount and yours does like two or three stamina percent for their like 20 stamina percent. Yeah. So I'm like, there's no way I'm going to beat that. Like I, I just already gave in that. I, I'm not good enough to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so I get as far as, yeah, World of Light, I guess on the first kind of, when you open up, you have a world and there are three bosses throughout um, with three unique unique bosses, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, and it, it it makes collecting the spirits like spirits could be overbearing. Um, but the way that they do battles, like hey, you need a anti poison, anti electric, it does help, and it is fun to go into a like a battle with a sword and like being able to customize. Like as I'm Marth, and then there's this like katana sword that I like. Oh yeah, it's great. And like you can use one of the um. What was it, Isabel? Like, one of the people who look like Isabel basically buffs sword attacks. So you go in with this awesome sword. You go in with a buff sword attack. And then, like, if you have a three-person main spirit, which allows you to have three, like, sub-spirits at, like, the sword. The support spirits. Yeah, Yeah. supports. There's one that's, like, the higher your stamina gets, the more damage you do. And so you, like, triple-buffed your sword. So that's how I beat the... Galim, that, oh, really? like main dude in the end is I started with like a katana I I mean obviously I'm going to get hurt throughout the thing so the more he hurts me the more he's going to get hurt yeah, by me and I think now that I've unlocked over 500 spirits I could have 
the right buffs that I would need to probably oh, just yeah. wreck him. I'll show you the buffs that I do after this. Yeah. Because um, it'll help. But uh, <coughs> but I, I went into Smash. The thing I was least excited for was Spirits. Yeah. And now that I've played it for 25 hours, it's what's keeping me coming back. Because it's so fun to open up that Spirit board and see these eight new Spirits that I could potentially unlock. Like, I saw... I unlocked Fawful, Fawful, who is the the villain in Super Smash or Super. What is it? Um, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, the mm-hmm. Game Boy Advance game. Super goofy game, su- such a goofy character. Never would anticipate him being in there. Yeah. Tricky, the the tri- uh, the Triceratops from Star Fox Adventures is in there. Every Pokemon I could have ever wanted is a spirit. Um, Liquid Snake and Ocelot from the Metal Gear Solid series. I mean, some of the spirits of this game. One, are completely unrecognizable. I'm just like, oh, I've never heard of that person before. Look him up on Google. Oh, he's from Earthbound. I never would have known that. Yeah. Just things that... It it really makes me less excited about the surprise character DLC characters we're going to get because I'm already seeing those things represented as spirits. Like Rayman is a spirit. Well, you get spirits for some of the main characters that you've played through. That's true. So like, but I'm saying like, I don't think we're going to get Rayman... And have a Raymond spirit as well. I, I have heard that critique, but I don't think they're exclusive. I don't think so either, but I think the chances of getting Rayman are significantly no, less. No, I agree. Um, yeah, and then you also get a spirit relative to your character every time you do a um, classic, classic mode. mode. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done eight classic modes so far. You see, I've only done two. Okay. But it's was, it was fun. Yeah, I was trying to get a specific character, and basically if you could do all the char- uh, classic modes and unlock all the characters that way. So if I went in Mewtwo, I would have to go down the, like, there's a long list of characters, and then you get to, um, like, Baby Bowser, Bowser Jr. to unlock Wolf, and Wolf to unlock Mewtwo. So, like, there's a progression. Every time you complete this guy, you know which one next is going to show up. Okay. So that list I sent to you and Travis. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how my friend or coworker Steve unlocked all his characters. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, I I really like the spirits. It's a lot of fun. Um, it definitely is something for you to come back to and filling up. Like looking at your collection, you see like missing stick or like oh, yeah. almost stickers. Mm-hmm. Um, to collect in a sticker book, and you're like, oh, I want that one. Or, mm-hmm. And I do like how on the board it shows you that you've cl- show like collected it. It's like there's like, a little check mark. It's like looking at a Pokedex. Yeah. I mean, you have all of these here, and they're in some chronological order that is unbeknownst to me. I don't really know how they're set up or structured, but it's still so cool to kind of just sift through the 1,200, in many most cases, empty slots and then full slots for the ones you've unlocked. It's it's really great addition to the series. Um, something I never, as Nintendo often does, put something in a game that I never asked for, but after the fact, just absolutely love. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also had, like, I think this week they had an event for it. Yeah. So there was like, you get more coins, like both coins for like buying songs and stuff in the store. And I like that they have a store that's not like, hey, spend money here. It's like the store is to buy extra songs to fill out your song. And it's in-game currency, not stuff like, oh, let me fork over like 30 of my own dollars. There's no No. microtransactions here. Yeah, it's really nice. And then you can buy more songs, more like uh, me gear Mm -hmm. and stuff to customize that guy. Um, And I think there's a trophy for 750 songs. So that's 
there. Um, there's a trophy for getting like making a second playlist for all the songs. Oh yeah. And then for all the spirits, there's one for getting 777 spirits. Nice. So you're getting closer. Yeah, because I've gotten one for like 300 over 400 over 500. Like each 100 progression. Um, and I'm sure there'll be some crazy trophy for when you get all of them. Yeah, and I do like how they do the um, the challenge mode. Um, before on Melee, I think that's the last one that I did all the challenges, was it was basically a list of challenges like one, two, three, four. Do they and have so, a challenge mode here? Well, the challenges now are like cr- complete a classic mode with X. Do like one of them's do 40% stamina damage with one attack from Cinnamon. So you're talking Incineroar. more about like that, the graphic, almost like a comic book thing? Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I do really like how I think it's great. It's laid out. Um, so, I mean, it allows you to customize your matches, be like, hey, I want this one. Or like, so far I have 43 out of 124 challenges. You have to check that. I, that's one thing I did not pay close attention to. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of them's defeat Ganondorf with... Um, Zelda on a classic mode or Link on a classic mode. Yeah. Um, one of them's King K rule is really heavy. So in classic mode, you have to do that one extra stage where you try to get, like, get through that one orb, the oh glowy my gosh. orb things. That's, yeah, that's kind of. So almost... it says get there in less than 55 seconds. Did you get to the end of that thing? Yeah. You did? Yeah. With who? Most people except the, for the first one I tried. Sam, I'm, I'm never, I've never been good about. Um, but you don't have to get all the orbs. Like, the black holes suck you up. For, like, King K. Rule, all I did was sprint through it, and I barely made it. I think it was 45 seconds. Well, because you have to, like, punch through things to actually get through it, right? No. Then I'm thinking of a different thing than you. No, no, no you, you do. But the punching stuff is to more get more points. Oh, because like, when I was playing with Little Mac, there were areas that I literally couldn't move forward. Like, I, well, I had to punch through stuff. I'm trying to think. You start out... You have you jump down. There's like that line, vertical line of glowy stuff, and then you have to jump over a giant pile, and you hit the like the red ones, and they blow up everything, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then after that, basically, you don't have to punch anything. It's just a straight. the The punching stuff is more so for if you want more points. Okay, then I so need to. Yeah. It just go about it a different way. Yeah, like for Sheik, Sheik's challenge is you have to get 97,000 points there but like once you finish it there's like a long you get in a cannon and the cannon shoots you into a different black hole but there's a long string of points there so like to get over 100,000 all you have to do is basically successfully do a few of the other things along the way so yeah I'm excited to do the challenges spirits are a lot of fun um I do like the unique battles of um I guess going back to World of Light, the unique bosses, mm-hmm. like Rathalos. Never would have anticipated that. I saw the dragon because you enter this like little mini map, mm-hmm. right? And you see the dragon in the area, mm-hmm. but you have, have to, of course, fight like five or six battles to get to him. Then he moves over to the other side of the map, and he kind of moves until he gets to the top of this hill. And it's very much, and I, I found this to be even more amazing having played Monster Hunter World a lot, is... It's the same kind of chasing the monster around the map as you do in Monster Hunter I didn't World. even think about that, but yeah, totally. And like the second he flew away, I was like... and Because the map itself, the way that the routes were laid out, it was very circular. Mm-hmm. And the maps in Monster Hunter World are very circular and very crossing and crisscrossing. And the second he went to a different place and then went up to a mountain, and then you had to go underneath to 
basically hit him from the bottom or else he'd go back to the same route. Yeah. And I'm like, he once you chase him the right way, he goes to his nest, which is in Monster Hunter World, their final resting battle place where he's damaged enough. And then you fight him there. I mean, there, no doubt they had to bring in someone from Capcom to consult about, like, what what makes the most sense here? How can we set this up to essentially show Monster Hunter fans some love? Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I think just him being a boss in Mortal Light in and of itself is ridiculous. But then to go the extra mile. And Nintendo has in every way, Sakurai especially, has gone the extra mile in every regard with this game. But that little level of detail is just so cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to think. Have you you've beaten the other bosses? I guess to get to the Galim. Because there was like what, like a giant machine thing. Yeah, there's a giant mech, and then there was a um, dragon or something. Or I'm trying to think what the third one was. I fought this one first. I thought there was like you fought him at the um, like the punch out stage. Was uh, it a like the Giga Bowser? Ring. Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it might have been. I think it might have been a Giga Bouncer. Because a lot of those battles, like, my percentage was getting so high, I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to just destroy this person's health or else I'm yeah. going to lose. And actually, I think I beat all of them my first try except for Galeem. Galeem's the only one that I just couldn't beat. Yeah, I beat Galeem on my third try. And that was, I mean, so he's not the final boss. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the final boss of the first area. And, like, so far, I've played basically ten and a half hours in World of Light. And I'm at Galeem right now, which is the thing that basically vaporized everyone in the first cutscene. And then you're, what, 18 hours in? 18. So when, I guess, reading online, it's estimated to take around 20 hours to beat the entire thing. So when I got to Galeem in 10 hours, I'm like, there's no way that I'm that good that I can have most of the internet's time, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm okay at Smash. Like, I'm decent, but there's no way that I'm 100% better than someone else. You sure you you cleared the whole map, every single battle? I didn't do every single battle because there's some battles there's no way I could have beaten. Okay. So I did a lot of battles. Um, Definitely not all of them. Like, some of the battles, I there's just, they either were too spammy. Yeah, because I think I skipped at least three. Yeah. Um, There's no... Yeah. Um, I mean, to get all the spirits, I'm eventually going to have to go back. And I'm hoping after you clear, like, the second place or whatever, you can go back to the first one and collect all the characters. Yeah. So, like, there's some people, like the me fighter, that I'm like, I don't really want to do your character battle because I don't really care about you. You're talking about adding them to the World of Light roster? Yeah, because there is a trophy for getting 50 World of Light characters. Are there... Can you unlock all of them in World of Light? At least 50. Okay, because I only have, I don't know, I'd have to check, but no near, wait, nowhere near 50. Yeah, 50, well. But I feel like I've also, like, I don't see any areas on the map where there's a character unlock. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I mean, I'll see. I'll look into it, but. Yeah, because did you go into all those, like, there's red portals, which are the bosses, and then uh, there's see, white portals. That's, there's probably a portal in a few different areas that I maybe have missed. So there's one where you're like, every time you hit a switch, it unlocks like a gate. I did that Okay. one. And then there's like another white portal on the far right, like the midway up the right side that you can go into and get a character. Because I remember there's one where there's like these almost machines that 
you have to go up and like press a switch and then it on it's like up to five. There's like five different gates. Yeah, that was one of the boss battles. Yeah, yeah, was, that was the thing, the mech one. The mech the, one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So um, it's really like most of the challenges for the World of Light are have question marks because they don't want to spoil everything. It's like face X, like blank, 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 or fight, question mark, question mark. Which is good. Or just I mean, straight up question marks. Is the It is more fun when you just... Like you were saying earlier about, I didn't even know that if I did 10 spirits without, hit 10 spirits on the spirit board without missing once, I got a trophy. Yeah. It's kind of fun. It's like, oh, nice. I just did that, you know. Because it randomly pops in, you're like, cool, it's, you're seeing more of that picture. Because it takes you, because you could, otherwise, you just be back on the spirit board, but it kind of takes you out and says, like, you unlocked this for doing yeah. this, you know. And, and you um, get a certain number of hammers. So I think you start out with three and the more of those challenges you unlock, you unlock more of those hammers. And basically yeah. a hammer is like an instant, like... Smash the I, challenge. Yeah, smash the challenge. And I would hold off, if you're trying to get all of those, to save those towards the end. Like, I know I was fine using one of them because I knew I wasn't going to beat a three-star spirit thing without, um, like, with no spirits. Because mm-hmm. it's just too difficult because of how it's scaled. Um, but... Like, doing some of the harder stuff. Like, there's one that's get 10 legendary spirits. Over time, that's definitely doable. Yeah, some of those are like so Like, I have hard. maybe four or five legendary spirits. And really, if you are you have those legendary spirit battles in World of Light, it's easy to redo them. Like, you don't have to deal with... You automatically get that spirit opposed to having to do that circle. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, like, you can redo that, and that's easier to do over time. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're just going through the main story, but, yeah. So save those for sure. Um, let's see. So we talked about difficulty, spirits. So it definitely can, I guess, how can, I guess we already talked about that, how that compares to your original thoughts. You mm-hmm. really enjoy it. Yeah, no, I mean, I saw the original trailer. I'm like, this is garbage. I don't want any of this, anything to do with these. And then eventually, and I think we even talked about it when we were talking about our hype for Smash. I was just saying, I think it, you know, <laughs> unnecessarily complicates what Smash is. But now I feel like it, in such a great way, enhances the experience that I wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, so I guess, let's see, what was your kind of getting into characters? We kind of explained how we get them. Um, so which was your favorite character in the old games? Or I guess we kind of talked about... Yeah, I think, you know, Link was certainly one of my go-tos in N64, or was my go-to. Which Link? Well, in the N64, it was only Oh, just Link. Oh, regular Link. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so him and then Captain Falcon were like my two two characters that I played as. Okay. O- occasionally, I would do Kirby. Um, but otherwise, it was just Link and Captain Falcon. Melee... It's tough. I think Link was a, was one of my main was was my main, and then I think Toon Link was in yeah. Melee. Maybe. Yeah, it was. Um, I think that's when he debuted. I think I used him a little bit, and I'm trying to think of the Melee roster. Um, but I, I think safe bet just to say Link, and then Brawl. That's when I really kind of started experimenting with other people. I remember for the first month. I was just trying to convince myself that Diddy Kong was going to be my guy. He's such a slow dude. Yeah, but I just... Because I, I love Diddy Kong and I love Yoshi. They're my favorite, you know, Nintendo characters. Um, but I just could not get into him. So once I unlocked Snake, he was my main for a while. 
Link, that's when I stopped using him because in Brawl I felt like he was moving like molasses. Yeah. And I was also very disappointed to play as him in this new one because I still feel like he doesn't play like I want him to. Yeah, he's still... Because I played it that because I figured you would try him out. I feel like he... I mean, they gave a speed boost, boost to everyone. I still feel like he's faster. I do like his running A attack. See, I only played with him once, like one battle, and I was like, nope. Yeah. So well, I probably just need to try it again. I've hated him in all the other ones. So like... Trying him this time, he's all right as far. But he's he, comparing to the speed of everyone else in gameplay. Well, especially if if I'm using Little Mac. Yeah, I mean, it's like night. Tune Link is really fast. Yeah, I used him and I, and I liked him quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm really looking forward to over the next few weeks, and I'll probably report back on the show, experimenting with other characters because to this day I've never used Cloud, I've never used Bayonetta. Um, I want to experiment with Mewtwo a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a whole slew of, like, King K. Roll I want to use, um, Incineroar. I mean, just a lot of the new characters I want to use just because I was so focused on unlocking spirits and characters this past week and beating World of Light that yeah. I didn't, yeah. Okay. So I guess you can't really answer your favorite five in Ultimate. Yeah, I, I, I probably could as to what I've played so far. So um, Little Mac is my new favorite. Really? Just absolutely love that character i think he's really good in the 3ds version as well it's so satisfying like when you just hold back a punch here's another little detail that i love about this game right and this may have been in the wii u version i just don't didn't play it enough but when you hit someone like the final smash to kill them and it zooms in and you get this slow mo like reaction to like squirtle just like you know, yeah. like getting punched in the face and like flies off the map. I love that little zoom in animation. No, that's new to this one. Yeah, perfect. Love it. I need to I need to time it right so I can take screenshots of some of the character faces or the screenshots. Like if you're doing spirit board and you, when you shoot characters with that laser beam, like if oh, you yeah. watch the <laughs> eyes pop out of Pikachu's head when yeah. you shoot him in the face. Yeah, like they're so hilarious. Great. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, what was I just talking about before getting... Five characters. That... Yeah, so I would say that um, Little Mac, Captain <laughs> Falcon, Ganondorf, mm-hmm. um, Toon Link, I guess, and... Uh, you name your five. I, I'll probably I'll have okay. a fifth here. So I think they changed up Marth, and they kind of, what it feels like, debuffed him. Or nerfed him a bit. Um, so I'm going to change it up. I'm probably going to go after Pikachu. Okay. I played with Pikachu for a battle, and I was able to kill um, a level 8. Relatively easy. I think it was... I had three lives. It was like a five-stock battle, and I had three lives left when okay. I killed him five times. Um, I haven't gone after a level 9, but though he moves so freaking fast. Pikachu does? Yeah, like those Pikachu battles... Oh my gosh. Like I'm sitting at the end of, edge of my seat. Like it feels like I'm doing a Dark Souls battle. Yeah. Because you're moving so quick or like you're you're like holding your breath the entire time. So you have to like pause and you're like <gasps> <laughs> Okay, let's go. It like it was a lot of fun. Um K Rule, I've seen some gameplay with him and he's just overpowered. Is he? He's really good. Um his running A attack is really strong. I, I do want to understand like how his gun works and like I've seen some cool timing on that. Um, Cloud and Roy, uh, Cloud, the whole <coughs> limit system stresses me out. So I'm probably going to just stick with Roy, even though Cloud's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, basically you charge down for a certain amount of time 
and then you get this limit bar where you basically speed up and you get more damage and stuff uh, for 15 seconds. Okay. In the old one, it used to be unlimited from what I've heard, but now they nerfed it down to 15 seconds, which is more balanced. Yeah. Because before he was overpowered, it was basically him and uh, Bayonetta in the top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Cloud or Roy, I, I might go to Roy, or, yeah, Roy over Marth. Um, and then Mewtwo, and then also Bayonetta's really good. Like, Bayonetta, like, summons fists from a different dimension to punch people. Really? Yeah, it's really cool. And then she, like, summons, like, a leg, like, a down A that has, like, a heel on it to, like, stomp you into the ground. I want to get the the Bayonetta collection for Switch and play through those games. Because I played through half of the first one on Xbox 360, and it's just so crazy over the top. Yeah. Just absurd. Um, so, I'm, yeah. I'm looking through the character list now to figure out who I want to play as. I'd like to try Ridley. I don't think I've played as Ridley yet. Yeah, I... Actually, I was playing a battle of Ridley, and then I got out of it, and I had to fight one of the um, Castlevania guys as Ridley to unlock him. Oh, really? I was like, this is my first time playing with him. I have to use him to beat someone. And I barely got the guy, but... Okay, so let's name... Let's name three characters that we want to experiment with, too. Like, figure out, like, if it's someone that we could enjoy playing as. That's kind of what I did. Yeah, you, I mean, I guess, so you kind of did K. that. K-Rule, uh, Bayonetta, and Cloud, potentially. Okay, so for I, me... I know I want to do Pikachu. That could potentially be mains, I think, for me. I want to try... You said K-Rule. If you said K-Rule's kind of um, overpowered, I'm not going to try that. He's worth trying out, because he is fun, but he may need a nerf. I want to try Yoshi because Yoshi is my favorite character. Um, I would like to try using Mewtwo. Okay. And who else here? I want to say Greninja, but that's Greninja is very much like Little Mac and Captain Falcon with super quick. So I'll try Simon from Castlevania. Okay. Yeah, I'll try those guys. Yeah, I found Corrin to be interesting. He's the one with, like, that spear move, I think. Yeah, I was not about that guy. <laughs> and, okay, Maybe so should I, I should play him just to spite you. Yeah, so that's another thing we should say. When you, when a challenger approaches and you lose to them, you can, of course, they can reappear doing the exit every 10 minutes. Or if you go up to, I think, Games and More on the top right corner of the home screen, on the bottom right corner, you can re-face challengers that you yeah. lost to previously. It's like a little icon with doors. Yeah. And um, if you lose there, you I think, because what I heard from Rick is that you need to do a classic mode to refresh them. That's not true. It's not true. No, because... It's just a certain amount of time, yeah, I believe. It's just a time thing. And and oftentimes, it's too... Probably 10 minutes. If you had, like, if you'd lost, like, three different people, and that time had refreshed, you'll face all three back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, yeah. which is kind of nice. What's well, Yeah. Well, I got down to the last one of Wolf. Actually, it was Dark Samus and Wolf, and then I beat Dark Samus, and then obviously lost Wolf like six times. Um, but I think it is, yeah, like a 10-minute timer. So Wolf was the last person that you unlocked? Yeah. I think for me, it was not for lack of being able to beat it. It was just the last one that appeared was Palatunia from Kid oh, Icarus. yeah. Um, I thought she was a last, a weird last reveal, but so it was. Yeah, I think it's random. I think it, I think it is, because um, I think there are certain characters like... Uh, cloud that don't appear until later um but i think it, a lot of it is definitely randomized yeah 
because I think towards the bottom of that classics list are those kind of characters. Mm-hmm. Like Mewtwo's obviously down towards the bottom. Yeah, he was. One I of think my final. Sonic is the bottom of all of them. Really? Or after you go through the entire routes. But I got Sonic early on. Yeah, I feel like I got him relatively early on, too. Or it might have been you're unlocking him in World of Light and also unlocking them outside. Yeah. Like Marth, I was glad he was one of the starter guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, let's see. So you're changing your main, potentially? Yeah, I mean, I think Little Max can definitely be my go-to person. Mm-hmm. But I think it's always fun, especially like when we do have a party over here, and it's you, Diana, Lauren, myself, if, like... Every time, every battle, you choose something different. Yeah. You know, I think that's always makes it really fun because if you're just wrecking with Bayonetta or whoever, and we're constantly, it kind of makes it unfun. But to kind of be like, okay, well, now, Ryan, you're going to play as Jigglypuff. Yeah, know, just doing random battles it's, is fun. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, there are some stages that I've found that are annoying. Like the original Donkey Kong stage. Yeah. I found to be really annoying. I feel like literally just tiny platforms. Yeah. That one and then the original Mario Brothers one where there's that like piece of cement that goes like to and fro here. Yeah. I don't like that one really. I think the original Hyrule still remains a highlight. Mm -hmm. Um, Corneria and the Pokemon level. Yeah. Really all the stuff from the original and Melee are great. Oh yeah. No doubt. Uh, There's some stages that I think are just unnecessarily large like the, the Donkey Kong Arcade where it's very pixelated and you have all the ladders. That's what I'm thinking of. That's the one I hate. Because you have Donkey Kong at the top. Well, yeah. Okay, so I thought you were talking about Jungle Drapes or whatever it is, where it's very dark and you have like the classic Donkey Kong Country theme playing. You have the barrel at the bottom going back and forth. No, this is the one where you have the pink ladders going up and down the entire That's back. just so frustrating, especially when there's some of the, the spirit battles where you have like eight characters on screen. And it's just so chaotic, you can't even see what's or going on. Or you're chasing on. someone around the map, and like it's more parkouring opposed to actual fighting. Well, because you're at that point, you're more worried about just falling off the map than actually. That's all I person. was. I'm yeah. like, I unless I'm Kirby, and I was Marth for most of those battles. Yeah, and at that point, you just yes. Yeah, that was rough. Um, I do like they brought back the Omega final, like like the. You have the Omega versions, you have the Final Destination versions, and you have the normal versions for most stages, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. So Omega is the three platforms on like the flat version. Final Destination is just the flat platform to battle on, and then normal is just everything is how it is. Okay, I like the um, the Pokemon one with like what is it, Dalkia or whatever from Diamond. Yeah, that legendary is like in the center. Palkia. Yeah, one of them. And the environment kind of constantly changes, but at one particular stage of it, it it's almost like Final Destination with just like this legendary Pokemon watching you. It's kind of cool. Yeah, and then they reverse the um, your buttons. Yeah. I don't like that. What I really throws me through a loop is when the stage flips. I just can't do that. I I like literally just hold my shield, hoping that it'll flip back because otherwise I'll just walk off the edge. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, I was surprised. I just did the same buttons. I just do in the opposite way, but there's no way I could have jumped and like fallen no. onto stages. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tourney. Have you done any of the tourney play? No, I've not done that or the, um, what is it like? It's basically like horde mode. Yeah. I haven't done that kind of stuff for like, yeah. The tourney play I had hard navigating cause I wanted to do me, but I wanted to be in each one of the battles. Like how I would do, um, 
that or like lay it out because it was like how many cpus do you want and i'm like i want everyone except for me to be a cpu but then you'd have two cpus battling each other Mm. so i wasn't able to figure out how to get myself in each one of the battles Oh, okay. Because I would have to watch a four-stock match between two CPUs, and that doesn't sound You can sound just fun. skip it and not watch it? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, there has to be a way to do that. Yeah. Um, there is Squad Smash, which was actually a lot of fun. So it's kind of like um, the Dragon Ball Fighter game where you have three people on your side, and when your person dies, you go into the next one. Oh, okay. So if you do three random, or like five random characters, it's like three or five. You just go into your next one, and you basically set the order in which they come in. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. It was really cool. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, there's also one where you have two stages that quickly morph, like, over the course of the battle, like, morph into each other. So you could have Corneria morph into, like, that Pokemon stage. That's awesome. Or Final Destination morph into that Pokemon stage, or Zelda stage morph into whatever. Hmm. That's pretty, so that's pretty cool. I think, you know, you're rattling all this stuff off. I think it's so wild that you've probably put in well over 30 hours. Probably like 24. Okay, because yeah. I, I checked my count yesterday. I was 25 hours in the game, 10 hours of actual battling. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm just scratching the surface. Yeah. Like of this, of what is in this game, which is, again, just goes to show you the that this, I feel like was such a quick turnaround between Smash 4 and yet, I feel like they've were almost building this game behind the scenes while they were making Smash for Wii U and 3DS. Yeah, because there's just so much content here, and I don't feel like any of it's shoehorned in. No, because the spirits could very well have just been some gimmicky, last minute thrown in mess. And I feel like it is so they must have had a team just around spirits. Yeah, they and, would have had to. I mean, to come up with 1,300 characters. Yeah. And then how you formulate you each one of those battles to relate to the characters. It's just bonkers. I mean, yeah, the development time on that would be crazy. Um, so I get miscellaneous stuff, um, challenges we kind of spoke on. I guess moving forward, what are you looking forward to playing? I think uh, I'd like to experiment more with classic mode. I think that's kind of how I'll play as like Simon and some of these other characters that I want to possibly main. Um I think more than anything, continuing to unlock spirits because that that novelty, that level of anticipation and excitement hasn't wore off at all for me. And then just, I think at this point, that next step is smashing with other people yeah, and playing with you and possibly dabbling on the online stuff because I haven't done that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not much of a competitive smash guy. Like I don't want to compete with the world. It's more fun for me competing with people I know. Yeah, so I mean, maybe next Friday. Rick's actually going to be in town for four weeks. I can't do Friday because we have a Christmas party with our coworkers, my coworkers. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. And then Saturday, we're at relatives. Family stuff all day, basically. Well, we're on we're on shutdown. We're on break after that. Yeah. Though. So. Are, are you taking off that week or do you? Yeah, I have all of Christmas off and I'm not going back until the second. Oh, nice. Well, so, then we'll have that week off. Yeah. And then Rick will be in town so we can have. We'll do whatever. Yeah. We'll be good. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to. Collecting more spirits, doing challenges, kind of understanding those five characters that I was looking at. Um, yeah, there's there's so much to do in this game. It's it's crazy. Yeah, the ultimate Super Smash Brothers experience. <laughs> I wonder how they named that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess as a final kind of note, 
where does this rank in your best, like in the Smash out of all of them? So I think, you know, prior to this game, I can't even lump Smash 4 into the, the list because I didn't play it That's going to be bottom is, of mine. Um, I think I would say... I think I would say because I probably played Brawl more, Brawl Melee and 64, but I could very easily on any day switch Melee with Brawl. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people say like Brawl was one of the worst, whatever. Um, I think now Ultimate is probably going to end up being my favorite. And then I pretty much have Brawl and Melee together and then the N64. I would very much agree with that. I mean, this is a combination of everything. You have the Spirits, which is completely new and turned out to be awesome. Um, and I'm very much along the same lines of... I played Brawl a crap ton. That's basically all college was Brawl. Yeah. Um, and towards the tail end of college was 4. And we I didn't really play much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Melee, that was so long ago. Yeah, but, and that's the thing. I, I can't, like... Like, I remember playing it, but I don't have, like, distinct... Oh, I remember, you know... The summer of 2005, like I... That's elementary school, like late elementary school, early middle school. Yeah. So that that's a... I remember having a lot of fun and I did every challenge in that. Like even the... Like there's a challenge at the very end to get uh, Final Destination. Like that one you actually had to unlock. Yeah. And it was Giga Bowser, like a Ganondorf and a Mewtwo. And like to defeat that one was like... For the number of times I tried playing that game, like stage i mean that was harder than any boss in any other game that i've ever done wow so i that was super exciting or fulfilling Mm -hmm. um but yeah i would definitely say that's probably tied just because of its time that all those memories being back so far with brawl and then n64 version was going back to it was really slow but it's so nostalgic Mm -hmm. um and i hate to put it second to last but that's kind of where it has to fall and then smash 4 obviously because not for lack of its being good it was just more yeah well being on 3ds it's not the same as being on like a gamecube oh yeah like i wouldn't even and i didn't have a wii u because no one bought a wii u yeah so yeah yeah good stuff i mean i'm so excited i'm sure ryan and i will be revisiting this for weeks to come saying oh yeah you know i played more smash ultimate um, I'm up to 900 spirits. Or yeah, whatever. because it's just a game that we're going to keep coming back to well into next year and, and beyond that. Um, but I think we've talked it to death. Yeah. And we're certainly not going to talk about the 90s because we're already over two hours right now. Wow. And uh, yeah, we are very, very excited for next week, the Christmas-themed episode. Ryan and I, um, I'm super excited to give my gifts to him because I think he's going to freak. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have no idea what to expect for his gift, but I hope it's a puppy. So I will... Uh, I need to go to a store now. <laughs> I will end the uh, the episode there. Ryan, any final parting thoughts? No, thanks for listening. Um, we'll see you next week. Again, you can write into the show if you have questions, especially if you have Christmas memories you want to reminisce about, share. Or any really holiday memories. Or, yeah, or just ask us questions specific to the holiday season. Feel free to write in at otakubrotherspodcast at gmail.com you can also follow me on twitter and instagram Ari Lewis 2011 where I post you know what we're going to be talking about when the show's going live all that fun stuff we also have a discord link in the show notes thank you all for listening and we will see you next week for the Christmas theme episode see ya bye